What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Masters of the Cultureverse. I'm your friendly neighborhood blurred, Caleb Edward Edley, here with my co-host, as always, the invincible Clay Stroman. What's up, Clay? Not too much, Caleb. How you doing? How you living? How you feeling? Pretty good, pretty good. You know, I was I was at my parents' house this weekend, and my brother was talking to me about the show, and he said, when are you going to put sound effects in? And I was like, what, what are you talking about? And he said, at the beginning, when you say, Clay Stroman, and it's just silent, he said, maybe put an applause in there or something. And I was like, I mean... Well, okay. I mean, I can't have applause if you don't have applause, right? The applause could be for both of us, but it just so happens to come after after your okay. name. Maybe whenever you say your name, there's a quick, like, ooh. Oh, yeah. Like, a, like, an, like an audience in awe. Sure. And then for me, it's just like eruption of applause. Yeah, just like people, like standing ovation type shit. Like fireworks. Yeah, like mm-hmm. fireworks going off. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Dogs barking across the neighborhood. Yeah, everything. All the noise, just a cacophony of sound. Yeah, it's going to sound terrible for the listeners, but oh, they're gonna it'll be cool. It. They're going to hate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so, we're on to something here. Probably. Thanks, Josh. Um, <laughs> what you reading? What you watching? Um, well, so I've been watching Mandalorian, obviously, as you have. I've also been watching a lot of football, obviously, as I'm not sure that you have. I've, I've and, watched a decent amount. Yeah, and and actually during football, I, I, I know you do. I was just uh, I was just nagging you a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah. I, so I, actually, while I was watching football, I was flipping back and forth yesterday between that and a Harry Potter marathon on okay. E. Yeah. So when I started watching, it was Prisoner of Azkaban, which mm-hmm. coincidentally is my favorite one. I was going to ask you so, what's your favorite book and movie. Yeah, favorite favorite book is Prisoner of Azkaban. Favorite movie is Prisoner of Azkaban. Just real big on Remus Lupin and Sirius Black, honestly. I mean, that's that's totally fine. My favorite movie and book are okay. also the same, but it's Half Blood Prince. I like the book more than the movie, obviously, just because there's more details. Same. But but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and what's cool about uh, Prisoner of Azkaban is I really like the like time turner like event at the end right where mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. they're having these different timelines kind of like coincide and they're figuring shit out but i also think it's one of the funniest things in harry potter because that is like such a powerful device that literally is never used again well that's because the ministry has them all locked up and they all get destroyed don't they yeah 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 yeah. yeah. i mean that's the that's the <laughs> that's like the excuse right? sure, sure sure there had to be some sort of excuse right but before that, after that, I mean, Dumbledore had one of these things before, you know, up until book three, obviously. Yeah. And, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. We're just not going to talk about a, the cursed child. They do use it in that, but I don't count okay, that. Okay, so I have, I have almost no background on the cursed child, and I don't really Keep want to. Keep it that way. Keep it that way. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. For nothing but bad things, and I'll just kind of, like, leave it over there. You just end it 19 years later. Mm-hmm. That's that's yep. your ending. Yep. Um, <laughs> I also kind of started watching Love Island. One of my roommates was is like really into it actually both my roommates are into it so okay. uh yeah i watched a good amount of love island i think that was saturday during that's the, the day. one that happens like daily right um what do you mean like there was one of those shows it's like they're all like on an island or whatever just all these single people but there was one that was like new episodes every day and it was like kind of live like you know the bachelorette is filmed beforehand they edit it right but i thought one of them was like happening now like you're seeing yesterday's uh day um whatever. I don't really know. I was just watching what was on Hulu, and uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a uh, it's a pretty entertaining show. It's one of those just like stupid, mindless entertainment with a lot of hot people who are British and Scottish, sure. just like trying to figure things out. It's a I, I don't know. It's a it's a funny like entertaining show. I actually enjoyed it. I didn't think I would, mm-hmm. but 
I think maybe maybe since I've becoming I've been becoming like gradually more of a bachelorette viewer, mm-hmm. maybe I'm like just just like subconsciously opening myself up to all these other dating shows. Maybe. Because I also watched Too Hot to Handle when it came out on Netflix like several months ago. Right. And that's a great show too. Like, that was a good surprisingly one. Surprisingly good. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. And it would be um, great for uh, the pandemic times because you're not allowed to touch each other. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Very relevant. <laughs> what about you? Anything? Anything um, interesting? I've, I haven't been watching anything new, but <clears throat> the uh, all the election and political stuff made me want to watch like some kind of political type movie or show. So I watched like the first three seasons of scandal as they aired, but then I never finished it. So I just went back and I was, I watched all of season one and a little bit of season two, um, just to get my like political intrigue fix, you know? Sure. Sure. Which is interesting because I'm the exact opposite. I'm burnt out on politics. Like well, I follow politics pretty heavily. Sure. And like, you know, I like to keep up with what's happening and I've been super involved in just like keeping up to date with everything, with the election and everything. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel the urge to go out and find more of anything closely related to that at all. These well, days. Well, see, the thing is, I'm tired of like the front-facing politics. I want the behind-the-scenes, nitty-gritty stuff, like the sure. like the stuff we, like Joe Biden. He, by all accounts, looks like a good guy. Sure, right? But I'm sure, like behind the scenes, he he's done some fucked up shit. Like they all have to get to this level. You know what I mean? Yeah, I actually heard that he runs a uh, dog fighting ring. Oh yeah, it is yeah. Michael Vick. A um. A patron of that? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a, he's one of the main donors. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hey, Vic did his time. <laughs> for the did. record, there is no evidence of Joe Biden running a dog fighting ring. Yes. These, these are jokes. For the record. You didn't know. Um, anyway, uh, this is masters of the culture verse. Like we said at the beginning, if you want to give a shout out or ask us a question or anything, you can reach us on the email on the email at masters.cultureverse at gmail.com or send us an Instagram message at masters.cultureverse. Um, I checked. We didn't have anything this week. Um, I'll double check while uh, we're going through some stuff just to make sure I didn't miss anything uh, like the other week. But no shout outs. Uh, we do have one announcement, though. We have a special guest joining us for Bachelorette Talk. So stay, mm-hmm. stay, I was about to say stay tuned. Stay tuned to see who that is. Um, good friend of the podcast. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I think maybe if we, if we're so dry, like we are this week on like shout outs or questions, maybe we shouldn't even mention it. No, no, no. We got to mention it so they know they can do it. <laughs> what if we get new listeners and they have no idea? No, no, like we could be, we could be like, Hey guys, per usual, send us your questions, your shout outs, whatever suggestions on, uh, topics. No, I want to make uh, them feel bad. This week we had way too many. We couldn't even get into it. We, we <laughs> it was too many. I was overwhelmed. I was drowned. I couldn't. Yep. I couldn't do it. Yep. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. What's going on in the wonderful world of sports, Clay? Um, well, we have the Masters starting this week, which I'm not really going to get into right now, but because um, it hasn't it started. On, yeah, right. <laughs> it hasn't started. It starts on Thursday. All the big players are there, including Tiger Woods, obviously. Mm-hmm. So. We'll kind of generally, kind of casually follow that as it goes on, as it develops. Mm-hmm. Um, but then other than that, of course, we've got football. You know, this was week of nine course. of the NFL. Wait, going and, back to the Masters. Yeah. Have you heard about this pimento cheese sandwich? No. Oh, it's like the Masters thing. So, you know, you, you, people want to get tickets to the Masters, yada, yada, yada. Sure. Um, but apparently they, in Augusta, they have like this pimento cheese sandwich that's to die for. And... I, I, I've wanted to go to the Masters just because I think it would be a cool experience. But then when I heard about this right. sandwich, it just like 
ramped me up a couple notches, you know? Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, look it up. I have not, I have not heard the big news about this pimento cheese sandwich. Oh, this is... And it's not even, like, th- just this year. Like, this is, like, every year type type shit. Hmm. Okay. And you also get a cool chair. This is at the Masters? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At Augusta National? Yes. Okay. That's cool. correct. All right. Okay. Back to football. All right. So, uh, yeah, week nine of the NFL, not a, not a whole lot of like, you know, big game changing things happening this week, except we did have a mask mandate come down from the NFL to the teams. Um, they sent quote unquote, a very sternly worded memo to all the teams, the owners, the staff, um, basically saying like, look, you know, we want, we have these new guidelines in place. Everybody has to wear a mask, you know, in these situations, mostly all, all situations, (laughs) Um, if you're not on the field with a helmet on, smacking other guys around, you pretty much have to have a mask on. So um, we so, have been seeing players on the sidelines maskless. So now they're going to have to be wearing masks when they're on the sidelines as well. That's the idea. And uh, so the the Raiders, I think we talked about a few weeks ago, um, or one of the earlier weeks, that the Raiders got a fine for uh, Gruden, or Gruden got a fine for not mm-hmm. wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Sean Payton got one too, and Pete Carroll. Um so the Raiders actually got kind of they got kind of hit by the hammer with this because this mandate came down uh, before this week and then this week's game happened and the Raiders got hit with Gruden got a one hundred fifty thousand dollar fine I believe the Raiders as a team got a five hundred thousand dollar fine I believe and they also got docked a sixth round draft pick because of repeated uh, like violations of the new protocols. Wow! They took a draft pick away from them. Yeah, so. I guess the NFL is pretty serious about this, so we'll see, you know, how they how they handle uh, people not wearing masks and distancing or whatever. Um, I know that after this week, they were getting pretty. The NFL got pretty salty about the interactions players were having before and after the game. You know how players go up to each other and they like shoot the shit before the game. Sure. After the game, they go up to each other. They're shaking hands. They're talking. It's probably loud. So they're probably yelling in each other's faces, standing like a few inches apart. Getting that That's one of the main. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the main things that the NFL pointed out as like one of the the like worst scenarios for uh, transmission of COVID, mm-hmm. and players were still doing that all over the place this week. So it's mm-hmm. going to be a thing where the NFL is going to have to like keep slapping hands, and and we'll kind of see how it plays out. But um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of like the big thing in the NFL this week. Other than that, you know, we had some solid matchups. Um, let's see what's what's interesting. So the Bills played the Seahawks, and the Seahawks are one of the best teams in the league, and they got destroyed. The, they didn't get well. They didn't necessarily get destroyed. I mean, the the final score was forty four to thirty four, and the Bills won. Yeah, but I mean, they still put up thirty four points. I guess. Right? Yes. Okay. They got upset for sure. Um, the Bills actually started out as one of like the best looking teams. Josh Allen, their quarterback, looked like he was an MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, just putting up like three touchdown, four touchdown games every single week, and then he fell off for the past like three or four weeks, and he's been kind of mediocre. And then this week. He went. He just absolutely went off. I think he had 400 yards and four touchdowns. Nice. So that drove them to this big victory, and now it's looking like the Bills might, you know, be a little bit more of a contender than we thought they were. Mm-hmm. Um, and a similar thing actually happened with the um, with the the Saints playing the Bucks. Mm-hmm. So the Bucks were supposed to be one of the best teams too. Um, they looked really, really good last week. Tom Brady I think that's looked really the game good. I was thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got destroyed. Absolutely demolished. So the the Bucks were supposed to be one of the best teams. They had one of the best defenses. Their offense was running on all cylinders, just clicking. And then 
And then the Saints come in and just like blow their socks off, just knock them, just <laughs> knock them all over the place. Right. And I believe, I want to say the final score was what thirty eight to, or thirty eight to three, I think. Um, like I'll double check here. So it was something like that. Like I, I'm pretty sure it was definitely it was 30, three. Okay, points. I, got, I got it right here. Yeah, okay. it was thirty eight to three. Um, so Tom Brady, you know, touchdowns. I think he had like two fantasy points in that game. Um, Drew Brees was slinging the ball all over the place. The Saints just looked really good and. Looks like they're probably more of a contender than we thought they were, too. Have so you seen the picture are, of uh, Drew yeah, and Tom? The, yeah. with them face-to-face. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I've also seen that picture shown with uh, side-by-side of their stats from the game. Oh, yeah. Where, where Drew Brees had four touchdowns and zero interceptions, and Tom Brady had zero touchdowns and three interceptions. <laughs> so, so yeah, that night. was that was an interesting interesting outcome there. Um I don't. I don't know that there was really another notable game that happened. Another notable matchup. I guess the, I the tell Panthers you, and the I Chiefs. I was surprised. I'm sorry. Yes, you about to talk about the Chiefs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Were I was you? surprised. I was yes. Yeah. So the Chiefs are obviously the Chiefs. You know, they've got all the weapons. They've got even a great defense this year. Like they're just definitely one of the best teams. And the Panthers have been looking decent, not great. Mm-hmm. Um, but they got Christian McCaffrey back this week. Right. So that was kind of like the big thing. He's, you know, the superstar. Sure. Um, And I mean, he had a really good game. He had like 30 fantasy points. Um, He had like 100 and 150 total yards and two touchdowns, just a stud like always. Mm -hmm. But the Panthers, they came out with this lead. They came out to like a 14 3 lead, I believe. Yeah. And I think they went into halftime actually like 14 to 13. So it ended up evening out. But yeah, the game was close all the way through. The Chiefs ended up just winning by two points. It was thirty-three to thirty-one. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I as a Panthers fan, that, that killed us, though. Absolutely, yeah. After mm-hmm. halftime, the Chiefs came out just blazing, and the Panthers came out slow. So the Chiefs took a big lead, um, you know, right after half, and the Panthers had to kind of claw their way back. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. Pun intended, actually. But um, but yeah, that was. I mean, that was an interesting game too because I don't think we we like. I don't think we thought the Panthers were going to put up a fight like that, but no, they did. No. I mean, they looked good. McCaffrey yep. looked good. Um, Curtis Samuel looked really had his best game. Um, mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater looked pretty solid. There was one drive where um, Teddy had that run. Did you watch the game? Yeah. There was one drive where Teddy had that run, that like fourth and 14 or whatever, and he yes. had that run where he just like dove over the line and just like yeah. Superman basically. Um, he had a quote where he was like, yeah, I just figured I would just like take flight and sacrifice my body for my team. All right, cool. Stud. Um, <laughs> like it's right no after big deal. that, he, right on that same drive, he threw this, incre- the pass wasn't incredible, but the catch was by Curtis Samuel. Um, I want to say that was maybe a third down play or something like that. Yeah. And Curtis Samuel just made this like awesome diving catch. It looked like impossible. And then a few plays later, McCaffrey made almost the same exact catch. Another like really sick diving catch where Bridgewater is just like kind of overthrowing these guys a little bit, but they're just like making incredible plays to catch the ball. Yeah. So that was a really cool drive that happened. That was in the fourth quarter, I believe. Um, but yeah, Panthers lost the game, but they looked good. It was kind of like a moral victory type thing. Sure. Yeah. And if but, we can uh, keep that up, I feel like we'll, we'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, other than that, we do have some more COVID cases popping up. Um, I forget what team it was, but one team had like five assistant coaches have to sit out the game because one of them got COVID and the rest of them, they deemed close contacts or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I did hear about another team. I first, it's not coming to mind, but they had to shut down their facility a couple of days ago because somebody got it. Jesus. Um, yeah. I mean, they ended up playing their game, I believe, but they had to like shut everything down for a day. 
So hmm. we'll see if these new mandates on masks and behavior and things like that, like balance that out. I don't know. It's tough Probably to say. Not, it's, it's it's a weird time. It's just You're a weird time. You're still hitting each other. Like, it, right. I, Dude, what they what's interesting is they said that those interactions before and after the game where they're just like face-to-face with no mask or with no helmet on, they're saying that those are riskier than anything that's happening on the field. Like, I can't believe like, that, though. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I, I don't just argue people, that they said that, but I just talking. can't believe. Right. So I, neither do I, but maybe it's just like people talking to each other face-to-face, which is... Sure. I mean, if you're standing like, there just talking to each other, I mean, that's more direct, I guess. And you're standing there longer than it. Like, a, but you're still like grabbing each other, hitting like rubbing. You know, I don't know. I mean, think about the linemen who are face to face when they're right. in their three point stance. Literally, their faces are inches apart and then they're smashing into each other. Right. Blocking like <laughs> probably, whole. Yeah. They're probably like yelling and grunting and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're literally smashing their helmets together. Yeah. No, I can't imagine that's worse than. Uh, Tom Brady going up to Drew Brees and just like having a chat with him after the game. Yeah. Or but, I can't imagine that's better. But I don't make the rules. I don't make the rules. I just uh, abide by them and enforce them to the death. To the death. Mm-hmm. Anything else in sports you want to talk about? Um, I mean, that's pretty much all we got going on right now for the most part. Okay. Well, then we will move on to video games. So. No PS5s in store on launch day. So PlayStation uh, blog confirmed that launch day sales are going to be online only this year. So there's not going to be any physical units in the stores. You're going to have to get them all online. So my question is, all right, I think they're doing this probably, one, because of COVID. Like, if you put these in launch, Mm -hmm. you're going to get mass. They don't want people to rush to stores. Right, exactly. So I was like, all right, that makes sense. But you got to think they're going to be in stores at some point, right? At some point soon. Yeah, exactly. Like with holidays right. and shit coming up, like not right. everybody's going to go online to get these. What the hell is Black Friday going to look like? That's what I'm thinking. All right. So launch day is the 12th, which is what, Thursday? Yep. Okay. So that's when, so that's going to be all online. Black Friday is, is it that, it's not that next week. It's the week after, right? Two weeks later? Right. Right. I, yeah. I mean, I you got to think they'll be in there two weeks after. And I feel like maybe the hype might have died down a little bit by then. And maybe if they just sneak them into stores and don't tell people, but black Friday, people are going to go out anyway. You know what I mean? People are going to be out anyway. Like there's no, I think there's no way that, so they're keeping it away from stores right now, like on Mm -hmm. launch day, but there's no way that those things are not going to be in stores for black Friday. Right. Yeah. It's so much money that they would be just like giving up. Yeah. I can't, I can't see that lasting very long. Yeah, but that's, that's an interesting, interesting. We'll deal. see. Um, the Spider-Man remaster, uh, new suits. We uh, we saw what those look like. You sent them to me. We got the Arachnid Rider and the Armored Advanced Suit, and I think these look pretty good. Now I had a question for you. Uh, yeah. The remaster is that just a um, bundle with the PS5 launch if you pre-order Miles Morales, or can you get that later as well? Do you know? You can get it later. Okay, because I because yeah. I'm not getting a PS5 at launch, but I I want the remaster. I want these suits, so I was curious. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely get it later. Um, I I don't know that I'll be getting the remaster. I don't know because I'll probably end up getting Miles Morales for the PS4, mm-hmm. and then and then it'll upgrade to the PS5 whenever I decide to get that. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't know that I need you know the the regular Spidey PS4 game on the PS5. All right, well, 
here's my thinking on that. I think I will get the remaster. And the reason is I, I also just a couple days ago, I pre-ordered my miles Morales, um, Mm -hmm. for the PS4. I'm going to get it. I'm going to play it. Obviously I'll probably beat it upgrade to the PS5. And it's such, it's like a smaller game. So I'm not sure maybe that won't scratch my itch enough, or maybe I'll just be itching to replay. Cause I haven't played, um, the regular Spider-Man since I beat it, like long ass time ago like all the dlcs and everything like that so maybe that'll kind of like spark something be like you know i miss i miss that game maybe i should go redo it and then with these new suits i think that'll also be kind of cool yeah yeah um i I mean me i've played the initial or the original spidey ps4 game like three times oh damn played all the dlc yeah i've played all the dlcs i just i just really liked the game i just wanted to keep playing it i mean even sometimes just like picking it up these days just to swing around for a little bit. I mean, sure, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so chill. Um, and, and you're right. I mean, Miles Morales is a small game. I want to say the um, – I believe the story is like – I've heard six hours and I've heard ten hours. Either I way, that's short. eight to ten, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so either way, it depends, that's short. De- it depends on like how much you're fucking around, dicking around. Right. Fucking around and dicking around. Mm-hmm. Um, the two different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to definitely differentiate those two. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. And you mentioned, like, I'll probably beat it or maybe I'll beat it. Like, you'll definitely beat it, obviously, because it's short. Um, so I don't I don't know. I don't. I haven't made up my mind on what's going to happen once I get the PS5 with Spidey. Yeah. I think I have to – I mean, I have to have one of those games on the PS5. Or both. Or both, yes. Well, I mean, if, if I get if I get Miles Morales for the PS4, I will have it on the PS5. So I guess sure. I I might as well just get the damn remaster. All right, you talked me into it. Twist my arm. I did it. You're welcome. What Sony. do you think? Which which one of these news? So we have um, we have the armored advanced suit. We have the what is it called? Arachnid Rider. Uh huh. And and then the then we have the um, Andrew Garfield suit as well. Mm. Have you heard I didn't about see that, that one? one? Yeah, from the Amazing Spider-Man one. Well, sure, I know what it is, but I didn't. Yeah, see the one that's the one that's made out of like it kind of looks like it's made out of like basketball material or something. Yeah, and he has like the yellow, yellow like reflective lenses and like they the were Oakleys basically. or whatever in the in the movie. Well, I think before he made the suit, he was wearing some sunglasses. But I'm pretty sure he takes the, or I read something that was like Maybe. Oakley inspired or some shit. Probably. At any rate. Yeah. yeah. Um. And they they showcased a lot of the suits uh, in Miles Morales as well too. Have you seen any of those? Yes, yes, like the tracksuit yeah. and the I can't remember what the well, other ones. Well, we've known about the tracksuit for a long time, um, and we've known that like the Into the Spider Verse suit's going to be in there. But what is they the showcase like? Um, well, I, I've seen all of them. Okay, or How at many least are there? or at least or at least most of them. I've twenty four ish, something like that. Twenty two. Wow. Um, I don't know yeah, most of them are really most of them are really sick. Uh, most of them are from the comics mm-hmm. or like TV shows, recent TV shows. Um, few of them are obviously like original suits that they made. And the mm-hmm. original, pretty much all the original suits that they've made. Oh, you're thinking of like the 20, 2021, 2099 one or whatever. Maybe. I think they're calling it like Miles Morales twenty twenty. It looks like a Daft Punk thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you seen that one? It kind of looks like cyberpunk. I'm looking at them all right now. Just. Um... Yeah. Yes, I'm looking at it right now. Yes, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's like a Letterman so jacket that's one, type deal. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's one of the other ones that they announced like a while ago. And that one wow. looks pretty cool. No, pretty I haven't unique. seen these. These are these are interesting. Yeah, the Crimson ones, huh? Cowl was the other one I was trying to think of. Yeah, that one. That one. 
Um, but yeah. yes, I think my favorite is either going to be the Spider-Verse suit or that, um, that like, just, like, black, red, like, kind of regular suit, the iconic suit, you know? What, his, like, standard suit? Yeah. His, like, like, I like suit? I like that suit. Yeah. No, it looks sick. Um, and I have not pre-ordered Miles Morales because I have, I have Valhalla coming out tonight. You do. So. We got. We I want to focus so on get a nap in before it comes out. Right as soon as we're done recording here, I'm going to bed. I'm waking <laughs> back up at midnight, and I don't know if I'm going to play for the rest of the night. I still have to think about work tomorrow, but I'm going to put at least like a solid few hours in it. Yeah. So I did um, not pre-order I, that. So you're going to have to tell us about it next week. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. Give us a whole in-depth yeah, rundown. I've, I'm sure you'll be so far in the game by then. I'll probably be pretty far, but it's a big game. True. They, I mean, like, they always are. Nowadays, yeah. Um, yeah, I won't. I won't say how many hours I put into Odyssey or Origins, but I know that I'll probably put it, be putting at least a hundred hours into Valhalla. Wow. So we'll see. So I want to focus on that for at least like a week before I get Miles Morales. Makes sense. And oh, and Miles Morales actually comes out on Thursday. Um, yep. But I'm moving on Saturday, so I don't know how much I'm actually going to get to play by the next time we record. Um, but we'll see. Maybe I'll move in real quick on Saturday and all Sunday. That's all I do. Fuck football. I mean, it seems like you got to expedite this shit for the game. I mean, the game's the priority right now, right? Not your life. right? Yeah. Just move all that shit in. Just like throw the boxes in the rooms. Fuck it. Don't even unpack it. Yep. Yeah. Only unpack the PlayStation and the TV. Right. Those are the only essentials. (laughs) Exactly. Moving on to uh, television. The Last Dance producer, Z. Producers are working on a Stone Cold Steve Austin documentary, which um, I'm not an avid WWE fan, but I I watched it a decent amount when I was a child, and that's kind of like when Stone Cold Steve Austin was a big thing. You know, you had him, oh, The yeah. Rock, Kane, and all that. So I think it'll be interesting yep. to to like see kind of because we we all know wrestling's fake. I'm not like blowing anybody's wait, mind. Wait, wait, wait. What did you just say? Yeah, I'm I'm sorry to break it to you. Play wrestling is fake. What next? You're gonna tell me the Easter Bunny's not real? We'll we'll have your mom talk to you about that one. But um, Mary it'll Joe? be it'll be interesting to see these behind the scenes uh, kind of things. Like how I'm I'm interested to know how they come up with storylines and stuff like that, which I'm yeah. sure they'll they'll get into. Yeah, and I and I mean Stone Cold. He's one of the biggest badasses to ever wrestle or live on this mm-hmm. earth in general. Um, so like I was I was into wrestling when I was a kid too like when I was super young, mm-hmm. um, and we had like the wrestling video games and all that. So like Stone Cold was one of my main guys. So sure. I'll definitely be watching this. Like, and it, even since re- like since he left wrestling, he's just been doing badass shit. Like yeah. he's just been doing a lot of badass shit since then. So it's probably going to be a pretty solid one. Yeah, and I mean. Even I don't know how you can't, but like even if you didn't like weren't that into Michael Jordan or anything, The Last Dance is objectively a good documentary. So I know this hell is yeah. also gonna be hell yeah, brother is also gonna be a hell good yeah, brother. Um, yeah, give me a give me a Hulkamania documentary. <laughs> I don't I don't think I care about that one. Hell maybe that yeah, brother. maybe that era that he was around that would be interesting. But just him by himself, like it, he kind of killed it with what well, Hogan knows best his little reality show. I was yep. Like, All right. All right, mm-hmm. that's enough of that. He kind of did, didn't he? He did. WandaVision is still coming in December, according to Kat Dennings. Now, maybe I knew this at one point and forgot, but I didn't realize she was in the show. 
Yeah, they we actually talked about it on the podcast just like briefly. We mentioned it. I think mm -hmm. I just like mentioned it at some point. But yeah, for some reason she's in the show. Um, she's Darcy, right? Is that her right? Name? Yeah. I'm trying to think of what yeah, kind so of role she would play because she's never met Wanda or Vision. She's like right. strictly like only met Thor. Right. And she normally is just like Jane Foster's like sidekick. Exactly. Yeah. So uh yeah, I don't I don't know what her role is gonna be. We'll see. I uh I do think that this I've heard some stuff recently that kinda makes me believe that this show is gonna set up Wanda to be a villain. Uh -oh. Which I think we've speculated on before, but um some some like quotes came down from people working on Multiverse of Madness, you know, Doctor Strange too. Mm -hmm. And uh they made it clear that one of the heroes will be a villain in this movie, right? And we also know that Wanda's going to be in the movie. So it seems pretty clear that she's going to at least have some sort of craziness going on that Doctor Strange is going to have to come and remedy, right? Something sure. Like yeah. That. Now, when they say villain, do they mean like straight up like Thanos, Loki type villain? Or do they mean just like antagonist? So they, I believe they use the term villain. Okay. But I don't have it in front of me. I don't That's think fine. they said protagonist. Um, but it, it could just be like, oh, yeah, antagonist. Yeah, duh. Um, it, it could have just been like, I don't know, word association. I don't I don't know that she's going to be like some big like like some big bad or something. But. Sure, sure. But I mean, in, in, in the comics, we know that she is a villain at some points. So, right. It makes right. sense. Yeah. You know so who we'll I want to see come back and I've wanted to see come back for a long time. I was upset that they died. Who's that? Quicksilver. Yeah. Uh, I just wasn't like super sold on his character. Like he always just seemed like a ton, kind of a throwaway character and then they threw him away because so. they, yeah, I was going to say, cause then they threw him <laughs> away. So that's probably how they treated him. That whole movie though is kind of like a throwaway Avengers movie in my opinion. Right. Right. It was pretty, I mean, they, that movie was pretty much just like a commercial for the rest of everything. Right. Like but, they set up so many different movies through that one with everyone having their different visions and things. Right. But I've always been a Quicksilver fan. Like, he's never been, like, my absolute favorite, but I always thought he was cool, like, growing up and, and reading I mean, comics, cool watching character. TV and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, and I'm kind of hoping when they bring the X-Men into the MCU that, you know, they somehow figure out a way to make Magneto their their dad. Because sure. in the comics, he's he's Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch's father. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, how, I would like to see that. Maybe they, they would do that? I have no, no clue. No idea. Um, maybe, maybe they make Magneto instead of being from Germany, instead of being like a Holocaust survivor from Germany, maybe they make him from Sokovia and do something with that. Maybe. Um, but do you remember at one point they were talking about Magneto and Professor X being black? Like it was like Denzel and somebody else that they threw out there. They did. Who said that though? I don't remember. I don't think yeah, it was like hear, a, I don't I think it was a. That and in, in like a this is gonna happen type deal it was just like a we're thinking about this type deal you know what i mean mm -hmm. i think it was yeah I, that would throw that whole idea out the window then of course um not necessarily yeah and it, so i think i think that they're so multiverse of madness is gonna like probably reset some stuff it's probably gonna change some stuff that's happened in the past maybe that's a way to bring quicksilver back into the mix but i don't know that they're even like focusing on him probably not. i would like what? to see more of him though because i think he's a cool character i just yeah. think he he wasn't really used that well in the movie, and then he kind of went out like a bitch. You didn't see that coming. Um, what is like what kind of speedster can't outrun bullets? <laughs> he, <laughs> um, right? You, no, you you've got a fair point. I mean, come on, come on. What did buddy. he just like push them out of the way and just stand there yeah, for the bullets to hit there. him? Yeah, he didn't like push, move, like anything like that. Like he probably could have just picked them up and kept going. 
Yeah, we've like seen push um, them and kept going himself. We've seen Evan Peters do it many a time. Actually, no, I think he just ran over and stood in front of Hawkeye. Oh, yes. Did. Yes, he did. Because Hawkeye is like covering... Covering the, a little girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, he, that was stupid. He could have done more. Should have done more. Yeah, should have. And Wanda never really seemed that sad that he died. They didn't well, really talk about it too much. She doesn't talk about it, but in the moment, she does kind of fall to her knees and like fucking explode a bunch of Ultron bots. Right, right. But then, like, it's never brought up again. True. And that was like her. That was like her twin brother. They were a little incestual. Are Long we pause. sure about that? Yes, we are sure hmm. about that. Um, we are. Yes. Um, I will tell you how we are. Um, so in the ultimate run. Some, there's one. There's a comic run where they are a little incestual, and then okay. um, I was reading an interview. This was a long time ago, like when the movie was coming out. I was reading an interview with Aaron Taylor Johnson, and he was talking about how they, him and uh, Elizabeth Olsen, like looked into that comic and they tried to play into that a little bit more. They wanted to like make it not like mm. obvious, but they were trying to put some undertones of of that in there. Interesting. Yeah, he 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 has he has said they 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 try to slip it in. So, uh, pun intended on that he as tr- well. Okay. <laughs> so basically, what what was happening is they were just hooking up behind the scenes, and they hoped that it showed a little bit in their performances. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> he tried um, to slip it in by slipping it in. There you go. Last thing in TV news, uh, Boba Fett series in the works. So this is rumored it could start filming as early as this week, which would push the production of The Mandalorian Season 3 to spring 2021. I remember I sent this to you, and you didn't seem too excited. You sent kind of eh about it, right? Yeah, I mean, we we already have a Mandalorian show. So, okay, I mean, if it was a Boba Fett, I guess it would be, do you think it would be a series that took place uh, in the past, because obviously he's just an old dude now, old washed up, you know, bum now, basically. Yeah, I was thinking um, it would be an in the past kind of show, like the events leading up or the events that happened after he got out of the Sarlacc pit. Oh, I was thinking before, before like, the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. Well, I, how would they? How would they even do that with the actor being so old? He's wearing a helmet the whole time. No, I mean, he takes off his helmet, though, at times. In the original trilogy? Well, actually, no. I'm thinking of yeah. Django. Yeah. Okay, I guess we never really see Boba Fett take his helmet off. We don't. Okay. Which yeah, is they how could they do could it. do Just it. have the dude do his voice. Yeah, because, I mean, because okay. um, we we don't, I think I said this last week, but we don't know anything about um, Boba Fett, really. He's just, like, made up to be this kind of badass. And I actually just rewatched Empire Strikes Back uh, this weekend, which is his first appearance. And, mm-hmm. again, he doesn't do much. He just kind of stands by Darth Vader. Looking cool. Yeah. And so I think it, I mean, I would be interested, and in, I'm sure a lot of fans would be interested in seeing, like, how did he, like, what happened after he, uh, his dad got his head cut off at in Attack of the Clones, and, like, how did he get to this this place, you know? Okay. Yeah, I can, I can get behind it. I can get behind it. It's just, my only thing is just that the only reason I wasn't instantly excited was because we we already have a Mandalorian show. Sure, that's pretty much the only thing. No, and I so it's I, like I is it gonna that, be yeah. is it gonna be a little bit oversaturated? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I mean, obviously, I'll watch it and enjoy it regardless. If as long as it's I okay, if you don't know, I don't like Solo. So as long as it's not like a Solo type film, but like it still takes place back back where we kind of first got into star wars you know 
I'd, I'd, I'd be cool with it. And I'm sure it wouldn't be since Disney plus is doing it. They, they, they've been doing a good job. I'm also not a big fan of solo. Yeah. I, um, I actually fell asleep watching it in theaters at one point. No, it's, it's just not like for a solid chunk of the movie. It's not fun. No, it, yeah. It seemed like kind of just like a boring movie to me. This seems like it wasn't really anything. Yeah. I mean, maybe other, maybe, yeah, maybe other than, um, Gambino being, you know, in it has Lando. Um, yeah, it was nothing really stood out to me other than that. I guess it wasn't good. Um, but as I was saying, segue into our movies topics, uh, Ron Howard thinks continued interest could spark solo too, but continued interest from who nobody likes. Okay. I won't say nobody people. I talk to don't really like that movie. I want to say it's kind of known. It got good reviews. I think it's like in the eighties on Rotten Tomato or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the one cause like it followed up rogue one as the next like uh, singular Star Wars story. Right. And it, it didn't like fan wise, it wasn't well received really. I think it's, it's one of the more, obviously we've had some recent Star Wars movies that fans hated, but, um, but it wasn't super well received when it came out and it prompted Disney to say, okay, we're not doing any more of these one-off Star Wars movies in between right. like the, the main trilogy. Cause they had a plan to do a one-off. Like it was like one-off main trilogy, one-off main yep. trilogy. Yeah. And yeah. So kind of ruined that. Solo's reception made them change their mind. So it's interesting that they're now like starting to consider getting back into it. Right. Um, which, I mean, it did set up a lot of questions that I would like answers to. And even though I didn't Darth like Maul's the movie, in it. Yeah, Darth Maul. I want to know like what his deal is. Amelia's back in live action. to be working with him in some capacity. Yep. I mean, so it sounds like they were like planning on doing more. And then fans were like, what the fuck is this shit? You know? Yeah, we don't need more of that. No. That's what the fans said. Just give me a Darth um, Maul movie. Hell yeah. Although the dude who plays Darth Maul, Ray Park, is probably never going to play Darth Maul again. He had a pretty big scandal uh, recently. Yeah, I saw that. We, we don't need to get in. I mean, we could get into no, it. No, we don't really need I Well, I think, wasn't it like he like accidentally leaked a video of him and his wife like hooking up or something? Accidentally. Right. She, was, she was like, yeah, giving him a BJ. Yeah, it seemed it was kind of a kind of a weird, weird situation. It seemed like but. he was on drugs during those posts, though. If I'm being honest, like, have you read the like what he was like saying in the captions and shit? I did back then. Yeah, I, I don't remember, remember but now. I remember thinking like this guy is like either drunk or on some kind of drugs or something. And I mean, we know they didn't have uh, an amicable. Did I say that word? Amu- amu- amicable. Amicable. Amicable split. So, I don't know. Which sucks because, yeah. I mean, he was a good Darth Maul, but if you're a shitty person. Well, he was a, I mean, he was a good Darth Maul because he's a martial artist. Like, exactly. That's it. Well, yeah, just get a different but martial he artist. He didn't, I think he had like two speaking lines in that movie. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and like he had, you know, he spoke for a little bit at the end of Solo, but mm-hmm. they could replace him with another martial artist. And it yeah, I mean, it's all makeup, solid. so it doesn't matter. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, keeping up with this, uh, people we don't think are going to continue. Well, we know this guy's not going to continue. Johnny Depp um, exits the Fantastic Beasts movie. Yeah, that's an unfortunate one because of the context. Right. Um, do you want to break it down for people who don't know? Yeah, so so Johnny Depp's reputation basically got fucked last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Amber Heard, who he was dating, you know, put out all these allegations of were they abuse. Dating, were they and, married? Were they married? I'm pretty sure they were married. 
Okay, let's say it was his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, she put out all these allegations that he was abusing her, this, that, and the other thing, making him just look like the biggest shithead in the world, and his reputation got absolutely destroyed. Um, they went to court because, I mean, Johnny wasn't going to let that happen because it turns out that wasn't true. Um, it's been proven in court that she was the one abusing him. Mm-hmm. She admitted to like punching him in the face here and there and like mm-hmm. smacking his head with a door or something. Yep. And she seemed like such an asshole in the actual hearings. Mm -hmm. She was like laughing, listening to recordings of herself admitting to like punching him and hitting him with the door. She's like laughing and like eating snacks, just like looking like coming off as just a complete terrible human being. I believe there was something where she like pooped on his bed or something at one point. Did you ever hear about that? No, I didn't. She like blamed it. She like blamed it on their dog, but he was like, that's not dog shit. And he's never, and he's never shat in the house before. Like, what are you talking about? Oh my God. So, yeah. So it seems like Amber Heard is just like the worst, just right. to put, just to put it simply. And Johnny is a victim in all of this, which has been proven in court. Mm-hmm. And so Fantastic Beasts, the Harry Potter movies are done by Warner Brothers. And so are the DC movies, which she's an Aquaman and Justice League and all that. Mm-hmm. So Warner Brothers asked Johnny Depp to step down from the movie, and he said yes. Well, before before we get into that, it's because all right. So that UK magazine or newspaper or whatever they they were saying all this bad shit about him, saying he was a, an abuser and all that. So he sued them for libel, which he mm-hmm. recently lost, and that's when this happened. Okay, that checks out. That checks out. But I mean, still. No, no, yeah. I was just, I was just adding one little tidbit before you get into what you're about to say. They, that they is, asked that is to, notable. Yeah, that is notable. So yeah, but Amber Heard gets to keep her job as of now, and he does not through the same company, which just seems. I mean, I don't know. It's when we know she like, was the one punching him. Right. Right. Yeah. It's no, been proven in court. She's admitted to it. So it's just, I don't know. It, it seems fishy. It seems icky. I don't mm-hmm. know. And I was reading about it, and apparently, to get a libel suit. Like to win a libel suit in the UK is very hard, and that's why he didn't win. Like even though okay. we have all this evidence and all that, apparently it's like near impossible to win a libel suit. Somehow, I don't know how. I didn't. I don't hmm. know UK law, but that's uh, that's why he lost. Um, even though we have okay. all this like evidence of him not of him getting abused, you know. Right. Yeah. It's, and, it's it's just unfortunate. It makes you feel for the guy. You know, when the when the um, abuse allegations came out toward him last year you know they seemed fairly credible even though like i don't i didn't really know any details behind it but like Mm -hmm. everyone was just taking it and running with it Mm -hmm. which like made it look credible sure um so i was kind of like in fuck johnny depp you know uh mode last year for a little bit Mm -hmm. and then i actually like learned the facts Mm -hmm. and it's just fuck amber heard forever mode (laughs) yeah and he's she's awful and even last year when people were like oh take him out of the movie the second fantastic beast movie right jk and all of them are like nope he's our he's our grindelwald he's blah 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 and And now people people gave jk rowling shit for that yeah she gets shit for a lot of things but (laughs) (laughs) that one not maybe not founded on that 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 one not warranted yeah it turns out um which yeah i think i just think that's very interesting that it's it's they're asking him to resign when we know so much and not saying anything to her about yep about it at least not at least not yet hopefully maybe they just want both of them out just to keep things simple just clean cut i don't but as far as we know they haven't told her to quit or fired i mean she should just get straight up fired yeah 
Um, but I mean, him actually, Gellert Grindelwald, he's like the main villain. He's Dumbledore's right. lover. Like he's a big part of the, so having a recast like that, it's pretty interesting. Um, they should honestly, just bring back Colin Farrell and make him I was blonde. about to say that. Yeah. Screw up one of his eyes. Yeah. Cause um, he was really good in the first one. He was. And I thought he was Grindelwald in the first place. Like when I was watching the trailers and shit, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's Grindelwald. But it turns out he was like Grindelwald maybe, with some polyjuice potion pretending to be somebody else. No. Maybe they can just say that. That the blonde Johnny Depp Grindelwald was also just a disguise or something. Sure. Somehow. Sure. And he was really, he was really Colin Farrell the whole time, but he was posing as Colin Farrell in the first movie because it was like, you know, you'll ne- it's like the last thing you would expect him to do, pose as himself. Right. Seems very convoluted, but here we are. Oh yeah, I mean, it did. It is for sure. Those movies aren't even really that good. It's just I like the Harry Potter world so. I'll yep. I'll pro- I'll watch anything in the world, even if it's not the best. Yeah, of, I thought I thought the first one was decent. I did not like the second one. Yeah, I'll agree. Um, and I feel like they're what messing... is Newt even there for? What? What is Newt even there for? To be our eyes, I have no idea. He he just kind of seems like a like a spectator. Like <laughs> he you does. could take him out of the second movie and nothing would change. No, not at all. Um, Dumbledore just asked somebody else to go against Grindelwald. You know what I mean? Right, or he just does it himself. Well, he can't. They made that pact. I know. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't sound too angry about it. <laughs> um, but what I don't like about the movies is it seems to be uh, possibly changing established lore. Like, like what? Like the secret Dumbledore sibling, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that just seemed like kind of like a shoe, like a, I don't know, they just like shoehorned in that that like whole situation just to be just like a cheap twist. Yeah. No, I wasn't here for it, but anyway, like they didn't really know what they were going to do with the third movie. So they said, let's just like flip everything over on its head and yeah. go with that. Yeah. Anyway, we've given it too much airtime. Lego star Wars holiday special. Have you seen that trailer? I sent it to you. Yeah, I did watch it. I, it looks, it looks, it looks cute and funny. I, I'm going to watch it. It does look cute and funny. I'll watch it too. Yeah. That's all I'm I wanted cool to say it. about it. Just everybody yeah. go watch the trailer for the Lego holidays uh, special. Star Wars holidays, let's do it. Much better than the um the one that came out before we were born. What's that? The cartoon holiday special. It's, it was Lego? No, it wasn't Lego. It was just like animated, but it's like universally panned. What does there. it have to do with Lego? I said Oh, it was it, a Star Wars thing. Yes, yes. I'm okay, saying yes, it looks yes. better than the original holiday special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll check it out. Give it a watch. Um 90s live-action TMNT writer trying to make sequel set in original original trilogy continuity. And he's uh, quoted as saying, Imagine if we had access to the technology we have today to make these costumes. And, I mean, I'd, I'd watch it. I liked the original... Okay, I liked the first two. The third one, when they go back in time, excuse me, kind of sucked, but... Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. So, as a kid, I liked all three because mm-hmm. I didn't really, like, care. It was just Ninja Turtles, and I was into it. Right. I was really into Ninja Turtles as a kid. Um I'm so sure my you had thing a Ninja is, Turtle backpack. I did. Yeah. Yeah. At, yeah. Uh, in high school. At, one at the ripe age of like 15 or 16 or something. Yeah. At the ripe age of probably 17. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I mean, our whole friend group all just had dumbass backpacks. No, I, yeah. had an Iron, I had an Iron Man one at one point. I had a Batman one that had a cape on it at one point. And I, I thought I was the shit. I want to say that was like senior year. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carter so, had that like yeah. Buzz Lightyear one. He had the Buzz Lightyear one that had the hood. Yeah. yeah. That, like purple Buzz Lightyear hood that he wears <laughs> under the helmet. <laughs> Good times. Um, but yeah, TMNT is, is awesome. I like the original movies as well. Yeah. Um, My thing is if they're going to redo these movies, 
they have to uh, remake the vanilla ice rap scene. <laughs> That's my only thing. And I'm there. That's your one caveat. Yeah. If yep. we're going to make these movies, I need vanilla ice in it. Okay. Make him relevant again. Get him back in the mix. Give me a new version of that ninja rap. It would be pretty funny. All right. So my question is, he wants it to take place in the original continuity. Is he going to make it modern or is it, and is it, or is it still going to take place in the 90s? Um, depends on how long the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live. That was, because that was my follow-up question, because they would have aged significantly. Yeah, but they're mutant turtles, so maybe they don't, maybe they just grow to, to adulthood, and then they're alive for a long time after that, which is kind of like the same. I mean, well, but look at Splinter. Splinter's pretty damn old. He might not be in the mix if it's modern day. (laughs) Yeah, I'm. Maybe he's like just on his deathbed. I'm of the camp of just keep it in the 90s. I'd, I'd be fine with that. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I think that would probably be their best way to do it. And I think that's what people would like the most, that 90s nostalgia. Yeah, totally. So Give it to you me. heard it. We're here for it. We like it. Mm-hmm. Um, on some sadder news, uh, Disney strikes Free Guy and Death on the Nile from the cal- calendar. Originally, they were getting a December release. Um, so, I guess I didn't really know that Free Guy was Disney. I think it, I think it was Fox and, you know, that whole like. Oh, okay. That checks out. That checks out. I Don't quote um, me. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure it was Fox. Free Guy's a movie I've been looking forward to because of Ryan Reynolds. Obviously, that guy's the man. Yeah. No, it looks it looked it looked like it was gonna be funny and action packed and like I was here for it. Yeah. We'll see. But I mean, mean Death on Death on the Nile is that one related to the Orient Express? Yes, that's the like follow okay. up. Which okay, which I haven't seen. Murder Heard on the Orient Express. About it. Yeah. Um. A lot of people did not like it. I will say it's not as bad as people made it out to be. Okay. So will the new one have recurring characters or is it just I don't like think so a, because the in these are Agatha Christie novels. So the only recurring okay. character is the detective. So will he recur? Yeah, he's he's in it. Uh, okay. we we've, we've got a trailer for it. Which I'm hearing is what they're doing with Knives Out. I'm hearing they're making a sequel to that and they're just going to keep Daniel Craig and do something new with him. Interesting. I mean, I liked Knives Out. I the, 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 I liked Knives Out. Um, as long as he has a strong supporting cast like he did in this first movie, I'd be I'd be cool with it. Are we talking Death on the Nile? No, we're talking Knives Out. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, that was one of the main like draws to that movie. So I can't imagine they would make a sequel and like not have a similar situation. All right, give us same a bunch thing. Of same actors. thing with Death on the Nile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like cut the budget like by three quarters. Right. Just get just get like all B list D list actors. Make it happen. <laughs> totally. Um. Yeah, that's all the movie news. So let's move into Le Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, I was told last week I should have put a spoiler alert here. Um, so spoiler alert: we're about to talk to Mandalorian. Check the description, and we'll tell you the timestamp to come back in, so that you don't get spoiled and you can join us for Bachelorette talk. So three, two, one. What'd you think, Clay? Okay, so this was one. You know, we talked about it last week. How. The Mandalorian is all about these side quests, mm-hmm. right? These like one-off like events. This episode was obviously the epitome of that. Right. Um, not a whole lot happened, but I did I did watch a breakdown recently, and I'll, I'll talk about it toward the end. Mm-hmm. I did watch a breakdown recently that kind of makes it seem like it might the events might play into the rest of the season a little bit more than we thought. Mm-hmm. But what I liked about this episode was I liked seeing Mando in like survival mode with not a whole lot of like resources. Sure. Like, yeah, like the, the ship was fucked. down and out. Yeah. 
yeah, ship was down and out. You're in a place that's like super hostile mm-hmm. um, with somebody that you have to protect. A bunch of things that you have to protect, yeah. actually. Um, so I liked that. I thought it was cool just to kind of like see him in that mode. Um, I did like, I like seeing some, I like seeing the, the X-Wing guys, you know, looking for Imperial holdouts. Mm-hmm. They were like tracking him thinking, you know, he might be sketch. I did like Which seeing I, that. And then, Isn't one of them a writer for Clone Wars or Rebels or something? So that's what I heard. That's okay. what I heard. I think, yeah, that's, that's what I heard. Um, but I'm not, I'm not sure, but I saw it on Twitter that like fans were reacting to seeing him because of that. Mm. Which is cool. Pilots. I like that they're bringing in people from other like caveats of the of uh, Star Wars and stuff like that. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, over so overall, not a super satisfying episode for me, but mm-hmm. like there were definitely things that I liked and some really funny Baby Yoda moments. This was a, a solid Baby Yoda episode, I think. Uh, the fucking villain of the episode is Baby Yoda. Right. right. Fucking, all it's this bitch is trying spike. to do is get her eggs to her husband, and he just keeps plopping <laughs> them in his mouth. Meanwhile, he's just trying to snack on all of them. I swear, this kid does not get enough nutrients. He's always trying to eat something. He's eating, he's eating frogs and, and fucking gecko eggs. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with you. Um. So, yes, we've had this conversation with one-offs. There's a decent amount of one-offs in, in Mando. Um, Which I'm fine with. Yeah, I was going to say... I, we have some friends, uh, our special guest being one of them, who does not like those one-off episodes. They like big, overarching things. But at this point, this is season two. You got to think, all right, so this is an episodic show. The, the We're going to have episodes that are just one-offs. And that's, mm-hmm. like, I mean, you, you can not like it all you want, but that that's just what they seem to be doing. And it makes sense yeah. if you think about it. They're breaking it into chapters. If you read a book, um, which I don't know when the last time... You guys did that. But sometimes you have chapters that don't contribute to the overall plot, right? It's just kind of either like world yeah. building or maybe singular character development, but it doesn't tie into the overall narrative, which is what, I we, mean, what we get here. I mean, shit, Game of Thrones is, is that's like what it's all about. Right. I mean, it's different point of views from different characters doing different things. And sometimes it doesn't really relate to the overall story. I'm talking about the books. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fine with it as long as it gives me, like, some world building, like, as long as it exposes me to, like, some of the Star Wars aspects. Mm-hmm. I will say this one, this one was probably a little bit less favorable to me because it pretty much was just him fighting a bunch of spiders, right? It didn't really, like, didn't really relate to any, like, like Star Wars lore mm-hmm. um, as far as we know. Although, like I said, um, I did watch that breakdown and it might be a little bit more important than we thought sure get into that in just a second but i will say i i've gone on record saying i'm a fan of the one-offs and yes this was probably my least favorite one-off just because um like you said it it wasn't much it was just like him kind of in a cave with these Mm -hmm. ice spiders um that being said i still enjoyed it i still i still liked it and it sounds like you did too um i had a thought don't remember what it was so jump into that breakdown okay so those spiders, right? We've we've seen them a couple times before. So according to this breakdown, the spiders were first announced. I forget their name. It's like something spider. They were first um, introduced in concept art for, I believe, Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Way, way, way back in the day. Um, and it was concept art of these exact spiders. Mm-hmm. It never got used. So we never saw them in that trilogy. We've never seen them in any of the trilogies. But we have seen them in... Clone Wars, I believe. Definitely, it was in Rebels. It was in Rebels, and yeah. 
Yeah, and okay, so it was in Rebels, so which is one of the animated shows. Mm-hmm. So they, so the spiders um, came up in the show, and I believe it was Sabine Wren who's a Mandalorian mm-hmm. who was fighting them. Mm-hmm. So Sabine Wren has been speculated to be the hooded character that we see on the docks in the next episode when they go to what's uh, I think it's called Trask. It's mm-hmm. like a water planet. Mm-hmm. So that's where Mando was trying to take this gecko chick. Um, she's going to meet her husband at Trask and then they're going to supposedly find another Mandalorian. So we've seen this hooded character in the previews and a lot of people think it's Sabine Wren from Clone Wars and Rebels. And she also was in the very last scene with Ahsoka Tano on Clone Wars, who is going to be a huge character that shows up at some point this season. She's like a fan favorite character. She's super important in Star Wars these days. Mm-hmm. But she's, she's a big deal. Um, so we're thinking that, and I don't know how they're going to tie this in, but the spiders may have just kind of been just a bit of a like hint to the fact that we're going to see her. I don't know that it's going to actually be related to her. Right. But the only time we've seen the spiders in media before, they were being fought by her, and we think that she's going to show up as the Mandalorian that we meet in the next episode. Correct. Okay. So I did see that, or a breakdown that said something similar. The only difference between these spiders and those spiders were those were, um, like, blaster fire did not affect the ones in the uh, animated show. And you could have so, tweaked that. What? They could have tweaked that. They could have. And somebody was saying, like, maybe they're, like, you know, like, there's different, like, apes and stuff. Maybe they're, like, kind of the same spider, but these ones just happen to be vulnerable to uh, blaster Different subspecies. Yeah, something like that. Which, I mean, it's not that big a deal. It's a cool Easter egg. They look very similar. Um, It's something for people who watch the um, animated shows, which I've watched a little bit of. I I won't say I'm an expert on that by any means. Um. What, there's just so much, and I don't know. That. Yeah, I've I've watched Clone Wars, but not Rebels because I heard Rebels was bad. Rebels, I think Rebels is more like childish, in my opinion. Okay, like I'm pretty sure that was on Disney XD, which is more kind of like it geared, checks out geared toward children. Clone Wars was what Cartoon Network? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, Clone Wars the the final season was really sick. It played right into Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. It leads right up to Order sixty six and Anakin becoming Darth Vader. So it's it's pretty dope. You get to see it from a different angle. Yeah, I haven't finished Clone Wars, but I I will at some. point. I mean, if you if you are interested in Clone Wars at all, just go to the last season and watch it. Like it really doesn't matter. The rest of it does not matter. No, not really. Like you can just watch the last season because I mean the stuff leading up to it, it's general Clone Wars shit. Like sure. I mean, but then I don't get to see of, Ahsoka. Ahsoka's in the last season a lot. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never yeah. mind. Mm-hmm. I'll just do that then. At least, mostly toward the end, but yeah, sure. she's definitely there. Okay. Um, but yeah, overall, I'd give this episode on a scale of one to ten. I'd probably give it a six three. This one's getting a. I'm gonna go higher than you this time. This one's getting a six point four one. Okay. Wow. I'm mm-hmm. surprised you went a little higher than me. Yeah, I'm doing it. You doing wow. it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Anything else you want? I. You know what I wish? I wish we got like coming up on the Mandalorian, like a preview of the next episode or something, just because all we have yeah, is the one Yeah, the trailers trailer. are really just like, kind of just clips from the rest of the season a little bit. Yeah. Although we have seen in the trailer, like I said, that hooded figure in their next destination. Mm-hmm. We've seen that gecko chick walking with her husband with her eggs on her back in front of Mando at their next destination on like some docks on a water planet. Mm-hmm. So we at least know they're going to get there. 
do why do people think this is Sabine Rin? Um, is there any other evidence? Because it's no, because it's just an easy thing to speculate. Gotcha. Okay, I didn't know if there was like any other clues or anything. Or no, I mean we know that there are going to be some Jedi in this uh, season too, so she might be some sort of Jedi. Hmm, interesting. I mean, she's just walking around wearing a hood. She does have the dark saber, doesn't she? Or no, uh, she did at one point, but we saw Giancarlo Esposito. I can't think of his name. Yeah, Moth Gideon. Yes, he had it mm-hmm. at the end of last season. So the darks. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm two. We're two episodes in now, and I'm like, where's Moff Gideon? Where's that dark saber? When are we gonna see it again? Are we gonna have to wait till the very end of the season and just get like a little little tidbit of it again, just like last season? Hope not. Probably. Maybe. Maybe it's a thing where he just kind of shows up at the end of the first two seasons, and then season three is all about all him. him. Maybe, like a um, maybe like a three season kind of like three act structure. So season one we got our introduction, season mm-hmm. two we'll have all of our rising action. But I mean, you would think he would still kind of be there for that. Is there no one bigger than him at all? I mean, he's got the dark saber, which is a big deal. He's got to be, is he not? He's got to be reporting to somebody, right? I mean, you would think so, but I just don't really know how, like the empire, the the remnants of the F, the empire, like structured. Sure, me neither. I mean, he might the moths might be a top, might be like the top dogs. I don't know. Maybe it's like uh, the mafia. They just like all the moths kind of just got their own little. That's why they call them moth. Yeah, short for mafia. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. So I'm looking forward to this Friday. To I watched it on my lunch break on on last Friday. So um. So did I. But I have a half day this Friday because, you know, I'm moving, so I can watch mm-hmm. it whenever. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's time for our special guest. So I'm going to go Done. get him. You Done. guys stay tuned. Done. All right, guys. We've brought in our special guest. You can see him down below right there. That's Ethan. What's up, Ethan? Up, What's Eve? up, man? Big friend of the podcast. We've mentioned him a couple of times. Uh, we've known him since high school, middle school, middle school. Yeah, middle school. I think it checks is. out. Yeah, checks out. We, yeah. I think we were. I think we were having sleepovers, rap battling in middle school. <laughs> rap battling, uh, yeah. dance battles outside of Waffle House. Yeah, that too. I think that was high school, though. Yeah, I that mean, was it definitely was. Yeah, it's definitely the evolution. That, but yeah. you, that's where we started, and that's where we that's where we uh, ended. <laughs> that's our... where we ended. <laughs> yeah, we haven't we haven't spoken. <laughs> yeah, so, so I don't even know why he's we... here. We haven't progressed since Waffle House. That was like the last, the last meeting. This is us bringing him back into the fold. Yeah, welcome, welcome back to the fold, there, Ethan. Yeah, now that I think about it, definitely wasn't Waffle House in middle school. I don't think our parents were taking us to, to Waffle House at, at two a.m. <laughs> they dropped us off. All right, we'll be back at three. I, I used to have my uh, my girlfriend's mom would take us there, and then my mom would pick us up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. classic. Mm-hmm. My mom says she'll take us, but your mom has to pick us up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ethan, he's a he's a big Bachelorette fan. Um, probably the my sec like besides myself, the second person I knew from my friend group that uh, that watched it. So what about me? I I knew Ethan watched it before I knew you watched it. Me and Ethan talked about it before you. Okay, that's fair. That that's what yeah. I meant. That's what I, I thought. Your statement was a little bit more broad than that. <laughs> like other than me, he's the only other friend I have no, that no, no. watches it. I meant my second one, like in the knowing, like I knew cool, 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 second. Cool. And Chronologically, yeah, he's the second. Yeah. Yeah, you can't redo that. Ethan and I are in a bachelorette league, which I asked you to join and you denied. Seems like a lot. Tell me about I, the it, tell me about the league. How does it work? Okay. Well Yeah, it, it, 
Go ahead, Caleb. I'm sorry. This year, it's different. So usually, it's just you pick the dudes you think are going to get a rose that week. But since ABC knew that Claire was going to fuck shit up, they so there's different leagues. There's like a rose to rose league, which is the one I just described. There's an easy league, which I don't even know how that works. And then there's an advanced league, which that's the most complicated one because it's like, all right, so you choose like six. Is it six or seven guys? Um, and that's your team for the week. And you have like these point getters and point losers so like if somebody gets bleeped you lose five points but if it's like the first person to say i love you you get like 15 points or shit like that so you get points so you choose who you think is gonna like fit these criteria which is a little bit more complicated yes and they made it that way because claire fucks up which we'll get into um but usually it's just a rose to rose league you choose who you think's gonna get the rose that week so is yeah it, yeah is it ppr <laughs> Points for Rose. I think, I think it's half. Uh, Rose, half yeah. But um, uh, so yeah, it's six people, but it's it's called the Advanced League, and I didn't know that, Caleb. I thought it was due to coronavirus or something. That's what I thought I read mm. that it was. You could only do the Advanced League, mm. and when I was talking because my fiance's in it, and when before we even start, I was like, I'm pretty sure you just get points off the Rose, and now I know that's the basic standard setting. Mm. But when we play it, yeah, Clay, it's just like. It's really easy, actually. You just pick six guys, but the scoring system is kind of intricate, but you don't obviously do the scoring. You just pick six guys, maybe kind of at random. I pick six guys because they get they get negative and positive points, so I just pick the guys that I feel like are going to get the screen time most. But mm -hmm. sometimes that can work against you mm -hmm. because if it's something negative, like, hey, you suck ass, you get negative points. Even if they're on screen, it still sucks. Mm -hmm. so. Okay, so Dale is the MVP of this league. You have to pick up pretty much. Dale got like 99 points last week or some shit. What was the second yeah. point getter, like three? Neg everybody else got negative five. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But we'll jump into this episode. Well, I, actually, Ethan, I've asked, who's your favorite bachelor slash bachelorette? Um, it's a good question. I think Nick Vial is my favorite bachelor um from around 2000 I, I okay so i started really getting into the bachelor bachelorette about four or five years ago right when jessica and i got together i only got in it because of her at first you know it's a typical guy coming to the thing like oh fuck this i don't want to watch it mm -hmm. and it's just like okay i'm forced to watch it so like i'm forced to participate same but i i, I enjoyed it i think that's most guys experience maybe mm -hmm. not most but I, you know at least the ones that i know I was the opposite. Uh, that I was my jessica experience it. nice no i enjoy it i enjoy Breaking it it's just mold. uh for sure uh yeah, breaking those norms um we break down barriers yeah. on the show for <laughs> that's, real. What do. that's what this is for sorry we keep interrupting you no um so nick is probably my favorite but i've enjoyed a lot of bachelor in paradises mm. uh those are probably my favorite seasons mm -hmm. i really like uh demi who's on colton season yeah. oh she's, she's a little funny. baddie i want her to be the bachelorette I would love that, but I don't. I just don't think ABC would do that. Um, and I talked about this with Jess. I wish they would, but um, I think it's because, I mean, it's kind of null and void my point that I'm going to make because of what we just had. But I, my point being was that I think she's unpredictable and uh, maybe a little too much. Mm -hmm. But literally, we we just had that, so that that point's I mean, after, gone. But after Claire, all bets are off, right? Yeah, I think so too. And I think so too. I, we we know Demi's bi, so I think a season where we have guys and girls Ooh. that would be really cool. That would, that would be sick. But what I think they're going to do to keep packing the punch before they open that door, I think they're just going to keep putting people of color in the position just because um, Rachel went on that podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the she was what season? Uh, she was on the season of Bachelor, I think Nick's season. Yeah, and then she became a Bachelorette. 
And then um, uh, a guy from Miami, I forget his name, he won. But anyway, she went on the podcast and just straight ripped um, Bachelor and Bachelorette for their lack of people of color. Mm -hmm. And that she was like the only person with a leading role. So I think they're really trying to do that. Maybe they're kind of happy Claire bounced out because this happened – uh, Rachel came out and said this after Claire was pronounced. So as soon as Claire did that, it probably took as a good opportunity. I know we'll get to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think they're going to pack that punch for a little bit sure. until they open that door. But I do see within the next five years, for sure, they're going to have something with LGBTQ plus, like something oriented there, I think. Okay. Okay. Nice. Yeah. All right. So uh, we'll jump into this episode. Uh, Ethan, we just give like a general summary of like main events and then we just talk shit about and then we just talk shit about claire yeah (laughs) let's let's do it Uh, i'm here for it man all my homies hate claire crawley we do so in the morning the boys are pissed off rightfully so right this is right after she didn't give a rose or whatever um and then chris goes in and he talks to claire and he tells her you know we can't continue on this path wrong because everybody fucking sees it they see that dean or Dean, Jesus. Dale is the only Dean. Dean is from like two seasons ago. Dale is the only uh, thing that she's after, right? And um, dude, he, he's going in there to fire her. Like he already knows he's about to fire her. But dude, dude, these this is Chris Harrison's shining moment of all of since the history of the show. This is his shining moment right here. Yeah, Claire, don't fuck with me. <laughs> Are you yes. kidding me? That was incredible, dude. I almost like started clapping when I heard that. Oh no, it was great. I was Jessica said, "Did he just cuss?" I was like, "Yes, he did. It was great." Yeah. Dude, don't fuck with me, dude. I mean, imagine doing a job for so long, like you just. This is his show. He's over. Yeah, it's literally he owns that. I would love it. to be like his apprentice, and then when he's like ready to retire, I just kind of like segue and take over the ring. That would be like the easiest job ever. You get to like when COVID's not around, you get to go to all these like. Italy, Iceland, like all these cool ass places. Yeah. All you got to do is walk in there and say, gentlemen, Claire, the final rose. That's all he does. Like just walks in there it's and just says shit that everybody knows. Yep. Gotta be the sickest shot. It is. God. And, and I actually read um, last week at one point that the producers of the show, they decided when, so when she, de- when she refused to give out a rose on that group date last week, mm-hmm. that's when they decided like, look, we can no longer continue with her. Like, this right. is not going to work because it was obvious so, she wasn't giving anybody anybody any 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 time right. or whatever. She's wasting everyone's time. Mm-hmm. She's wasting America's time, honestly. When it comes down to it, right? Yeah, I was America pissed. only has so much time. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> like left or just in general, like the oh. clock running out. Yeah, yeah. So doomsday clock. <laughs> okay. Yeah. God, I, I guess Claire Car- Crawley's like Thanos. She yeah, has like es- essentially. She's the she's the only one with the clock. She's about to yeah. snap. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, she already did. Uh, Clay Clay mentioned it. Chris says, "Don't fuck with me." And this was after he asks if Claire and Dale had been talking um, right. before the season started, and she says, "Absolutely not. I swear on my dad's except, grave." But it, I except she did what, allow herself to fall in love with the dude from his Instagram page. Right. She would Her just mind look was made at up just Instagram. from his Instagram. Right. Yeah. yeah. Dude, some of the things that she was saying though, like the things that she had seen on his page. Page made it so apparent that she had just been like just creeping the hell out of this dude's page. Yep. Like she said some, she said some things that made it very clear that she was just doing a deep dive on his page and just like building him up. his Instagram. Yeah, like studying his Instagram page, like talking about his mom's death and talking about something with his sister, or talking about this, that, and the other thing. It's like, okay, Claire, we get it. Like you were stalking the hell out of this guy's Instagram page. Yeah. Which, I still, even though she said that, and I. I don't think she's telling the truth. I think she was actually, they were like in contact. Like there's no fucking way. 
Dude, they had to I have think, been, right? I think she had to be. And she wants to soften the blow as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, because she's already fucking these guys over. I know we'll get into that a little bit, but like she's already fucking them over. So I think she wants to say this is just real and as authentic as right. it is. So they can in turn not feel as bad. Like, yeah, they're fucked. It's just based off raw feeling. But if they know that she kind of even wastes her time more by even bringing them there in the, to, to begin with, yeah. that's even, they're going to get even more pissed off. Right. Yeah. I mean, and at the end of the day, regardless of whether they, they interacted her and Dale beforehand. Like it's very clear that her mind was made up and all she had to do was meet the guy to like cement that. And right. she met him and literally said, there's my husband. Yeah. In the last episode, First she episode. said, yeah. In the last episode, she said, I can't believe they're talking to my fiance like that when they roasted him. <laughs> right. Like, are you kidding me? Like, literally this is such insane. a waste of time. Yeah. Like Jess was walking in and out because the episode had just started and she was like, wait, did, she, did he just, did she just say that? And I was like, I, I think so. I had to rewind it. And when she said, cause I thought episode? she, yeah. No, it was the first episode. I, I'm talking about when she said, yeah, okay. uh, "I think I just saw my husband." Uh, and I, I, I'm an idiot I, on usual basis. But like when I was watching this moment, I was just like, "No, nah, I think she just meant in general, like they're all done." I just met my husband. Mm-hmm. And went back and rewind and like, no, nope, he's she's fucking talking about him. I'm right. like, mm-hmm. that's wild. I, yeah. I had no idea. That's crazy. No, she's crazy. What, so was he? Was he the last one that she met? Because she met guys after him, right? I think there were some yeah. guys after okay. after him. Yeah, he wasn't the last one, and that's what made me think he was. So and then the, I saw another right. couple guys, and that's why I rewinded it is because I saw guys after him. If and I was show, like, wait, that wasn't a general statement. Yep. Yeah, if the show wanted to play it off like that, they would have made him go last. Yeah. Yeah. Or they would have cut it and edited it. Cut it to make it like, seem like he was last. But then you'd probably see shots of him inside with the other guys as the other guys are walking yeah. in. Sure. Yeah. And, I mean, on the preview uh, – just to give a precursor that we see Chris ask again, if they were in contact. And I think that has something to do with everybody saying that even before this episode, people were saying like they were talking before. Right. I mean, the boys were saying it. Yeah. 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 Even, they, yeah. Even as the they should, as they should, because it was very clear from day one that she literally only cared about him mm-hmm. and couldn't give a shit about the rest of them. Nope. Yeah. But she uh, admitted that her, I was believe it was Blake Moines that they had contact before. Right, because well, he because he that? had hit he had hit her up. Mm-hmm. He yeah. just sent her a message, and she said and, thanks, and but no, right, right. And they made okay. that they made that very like public, and she even said like that's why you stood out to me because you hit me up. Like what yeah. was it like her mom passed away or something like that, and he hit her up. I don't no, know her mom was her mom was dying. Her mom okay. is in the process of uh, okay, yeah, kind of shitty to say, but right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so they made that very public. And that was interesting because now the thing is, did her and Dale have interactions beforehand? But it's like, I mean, it was fine with the other guy, right? Sure. Yeah, exactly. Because she shut it exactly. down. Exactly. It's just she, because if she kept just because it doesn't matter with the other guy. Yeah. Like exactly. Yeah. Because nothing my, came of it. Yeah, I, I just feel bad for these guys, man. Yeah. Especially Jason, who like had this huge like. Oh yeah, we're going to Jesus about, moment. We're talk about him. Okay, we will. Yeah, I, I have a lot of thoughts and stuff on this, but I want Caleb to get through it a little bit Speaking more before of I jump into that. Speaking. Let's talk more about Claire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so she, she tells Chris, like, you know, I, I love, I'm in love with Dale, yada, yada, yada. So Chris goes to the boys and he's like, yo, no cocktail party, no rose, uh, none of that shit. And he's like, uh, Dale, can I, can I talk to you? And he tells Dale um, that, like, Claire wants to see him. He wants them to spend more time together or whatever. And then we don't, or the boys rather don't see Dale for like the rest of the day. And you know, they, they all, Dude, it's like, it's like 18, 20 hours before he comes back. Yeah. So Chris Harrison tells these boys, all this shit's canceled for the day here. I let me take Dale and give her to Claire for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. And then they're just sitting there for a full day after that, just like twiddling their dicks. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, what are these real. guys supposed why did he make those guys wait? He could have told them then and there, this shit's over. Maybe he wanted Claire to tell he, It's not his place. Right. He could have had Claire tell them then and there, this shit's over. No, I agree with you. He could have. But I, it, I guess it's more dramatic if they have to sit there and stew. <laughs> yeah, fuck their feelings, I guess. <laughs> this is reality TV. We don't give a fuck about their feelings. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's Chris Harrison's people's model. Humanities. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Claire and Dale have their date. Um they talk about their feelings and all that. You know, Claire says she, she like loves him and Dale says he's falling in love with her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bone. They bone. She wants the ring. You know what I mean? Like that's the, like we know Dale is like the only one she's got eyes for. So that's like the next logical step. Um, yeah. And Chris, what is the name? Neil Lane. Yeah. Yeah. Neil Lane, yeah. Neil Lane diamonds. God, I wonder how much these fucking rocks are. Dude, that guy's got the easiest fucking job. Talk about Chris Harrison. Call him up. Like, it's a big fucking inconvenience. Hey, dude, we got a job for you. You got to get a ring. Oh, that's really fucking hard for me. Like, it's a big deal. Like, dude, just grab a fucking ring and be here. Like, it's not that difficult. Right. How much do you guys know. think that ring costs? Like, 50K? Yeah, Easily. I was going to guess anywhere between 30 to 50 was my guess. That's that's wild. It's a hell of a it's, rock. It is. Um are they on a payment plan or they just get that for fucking free? Or does that they, get it for, they have to they have to foot the bill. They get it for yeah, free they, uh, as Claire's long as punishment. they get married. It's Claire's punishment. Yeah. She puts it on a firm. Yeah. How's your credit, Claire? <laughs> that's no, a question I get a from Chris. Ring that I gotta pay for. She has to pay for it. Dale can't. No. That's Chris the fo- says no. That's the follow up question from Chris Harrison after so are you in love with Dale and do you want to blow up the show? Okay, what's your credit score? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be able to make this work with the ring? Um, Yeah. So Claire goes in and she tells the boys it's over, basically. And remind me, somebody was like, you know, you owe us an apology. Boy band manager, I think. Yes. Kenny? That's his name? Kenny? I think so. Yeah. Um, And she kind of gives a non-apology. Like, she's like... She she did not say I'm sorry. She did not. She said, I will apologize for wasting your time, yada, 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 blah, 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 but I will not apologize for love. But she never said, you know, I'm sorry for wasting your time. I know you guys have been here for me, yada, yada, yada. Nothing. I will apologize for wasting your time. Okay, when? (laughs) Yeah. When are you going to do it? Yeah. (laughs) At the season finale. (laughs) Later, later. Let it marinate. But, yeah, Yeah. I thought that was some bullshit because I'm like, all right, where's the apology? She said, I, I mean, will. you never, you knew that she was never gonna, I mean, just by the way that she was talking to Chris Harrison, like she doesn't, it almost seems like she doesn't really like fully grasp the extent to which she absolutely wasted these guys' times and maybe had damaged some of them mentally. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I can see that. Like, and, I don't think she grasps that. No. And, and I guess we're here since Caleb walked away through, so I can, I'll talk a little bit about yeah, it, go uh, it at this point. But my thought process is it's it's back and forth, right? I'm with I. It's clear what sides Clay's on, and I, I also take both sides here just a little bit. My my statement being is the beginning is they're on a reality TV show. I think a lot of things go out the window once you sign up for that. Mm-hmm. Sure, right? Yeah. And I, um, their feelings and all that stuff, of course, matters. I'm a, you guys know me. I'm a big guy about that. I listen to your emotions and your feelings. And right. this Jason guy, he was really upset about it, and he let himself feel, and he's voicing that. That's completely fine and valid. I understand that. But at the end of the day, uh, given all that we're given with Claire, as far as if, you know, given within the realm and the boundaries of the show, I think she's allowed to listen to herself and, 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 you know, go with kind of the way she did. However, what's the alternative, 
right? What's the alternative of her doing this, not listening to herself, right? Maybe me, if I would have done that, I'm not saying that uh, I would have done the exact same thing Claire, Claire would have, because I know I wouldn't have. I would have just continued with the show. I would have went with my feelings and let those feelings marinate more. If I felt that way about this girl or whatever, I would have kept going with that, right? Mm-hmm. While also giving the guys another chance, right? That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. But if she's just listening to herself and she knows what she wants, yes, she is fucking those guys over. But when it comes to relationships and this fucking show, um, you're all, there's always going to be some gray area, right? Cause the way I live my life is I do what I want as long as I'm not hurting anyone else. Mm-hmm. When you're in a relationship, there's gray area always. Um, you know, like if I'm not doing anything indirect, directly to hurt someone else, it could indirectly hurt them. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what this, we're, we're about to have this conversation about is that she is doing something that is good for her and she wants, but she's indirectly, of course, she's not directly hurting these guys. What she's doing is indirectly hurting them. Right. She's not doing this to, to upset them and mm-hmm. um, to, to hurt their feelings, but that's what's happening. And with the realm of the show, I, my opinion, I think she could, could have pushed it on the kind of like Colton did a couple seasons ago. I don't know if you guys watched that, mm-hmm. but he, he knew Colton. for a while. Yeah, he sucks. I'm always hate Colton. <laughs> but uh, he kind of knew Cassie was the girl. And the only time he said it for sure for the audience was when she was leaving. Mm-hmm. He said, what the fuck? I was going to pick you. You were the one. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the only time he said, it. I think that was appropriate. And that's I, – I, I can't be clear. I can't force her to do things. That's what I would have done. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm not necessarily upset with her either because she listens so, to you. Oh, so my, my – I want to hear thing, what you guys think for sure. My thing, I made it – I made my thoughts maybe feel a little bit more black and white than they are. But I, I don't think I misre- misrepresented my opinion of Claire. But my thing is I think she made the right call. Like obviously if you know it's over, then make it be over, right? It would have been worse for her to drag it out and then still Correct. pick Dale. Um but my thing is that nobody in the history of the show has ever done this before. Um, so these guys were buying into the process, right? They thought they were all going to get a fair shake. They thought that it was going to you know, last this long and they were going to have this much time to like, make it work. And, and so it, my thing is just that these guys all bought into the process for nothing yeah, at the end of the day, that's... which, which I, I, just, I just don't know that. Like, at the end of the day the process worked itself out the way it was supposed yeah. to. It just happened before the show even started. Right. And, and that's sucks. my thing uh, with, with I'm, I'm kind of on the same page with you, Clay. So she fell, she, ba- she fell in love with Dale based on his Instagram. If you take her at, at her word and say they didn't have any contact, she fell in love with him based on his Instagram. We all know that social media is curated. Like you can't really truly know somebody just from looking at their Instagram. That's not going to be the real them. That's going to be the best parts of them or what they want you to see, right? That's not going to be who they actually are. Um mm-hmm. I mean at kind of like base level. Maybe some people are a little bit more truthful, but most people they just put the their best selves forward. You're not going to especially somebody sure. who's going on a reality show, right? So yeah. so she fell in love based off a social media profile. She never talked to him, if you take her at her word. And then she came there and she still only talked to him, which I guess, okay, if you're only talking to him, then yes, you see like, okay, I guess he is uh, who I thought he was based on his uh, Instagram. But again, these are dates. These are first dates. So of course you're just going to put... He didn't put... even have a date with her until that very last moment. Exactly. It was Literally. He was on group dates. <laughs> he, he didn't get any... Like uh, one, I mean, okay, I don't want to say he didn't get on one on one, but he didn't get on one on one date until that last episode. And the fact that she didn't give other guys a fair shake and not doing the process like Clay was saying, that's kind of where I am like, yes, I can I can respect you, I guess, for listening to your feelings, but your feeling or not your feelings, but 
you you don't really have any facts up like you don't know this guy and you didn't get a chance right. to know anybody else who could have been uh more compatible with you right uh, you fell right. in love with a profile uh, an instagram profile that's it yeah yeah she made a decision right because it, with us as humans we can't control our feelings or, or thoughts or emotions but she after that you know after you, you get that feeling or that thought for a little bit you you then make a choice and it's very clear she made that choice the moment she met him right by saying yeah. i think i saw my husband that was a she chose to say that she can feel those fleeting feelings but she choose she chose that that ground and going back to what you guys said if it's premeditated at all then i retract everything that i said if it's premeditated and she had these feelings before she even saw him just say, I'm not doing this, right? Sure. I, I, I mm-hmm. already feel a certain way. Even if it's how many people met over Instagram and are dating? Like that's a common thing. That's not a super uncommon thing in 2020, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, beside the reality show point, if she felt that way, hey, I'm about to go on a show, but I'm, I'm seeing this dude right now and I'm kind of in it, then I don't need the, the point of going on a show. Then I retract everything I said. Mm-hmm. And then she's literally hurting these guys just for three, what, four, three, four weeks of airtime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say in Dale's defense, he is arguably the hottest dude on the show. And he yep. did. And more importantly, I guess, I mean, that's probably pretty important to Claire too, but more importantly, he did absolutely kill every interaction that he had with her on the show. Even, he's a charming, even he's the, a charming guy. Even the small, even the small ones. God, that dude was just on it. Like you dude, could tell, and- you could tell it was over in the first episode, regardless of what we like knew about Claire's feelings for him. He was just killing it. Yeah, dude. And I'm a big guy. Like with teachers, you're taught, like when I was going through uh, classes and stuff, certifications, all about eye contact. I'm a big eye contact guy, dude. He killed it every time. Like he would not interject. He would not jump what she was saying. He would let her finish, wait like a second and then talk. Like it was class A like communication. Hmm. So he did kill that for sure. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. He also was just that knight in shining armor and, and generally he was just like saying very like like reasonable like kind of things that would make her probably emotional and he was just like yeah he was just like i don't know he was like schmoozing her but i don't i don't not to say that what he was saying was fake or anything i don't i don't know that i'm gonna oh, well i was just about to say that i think he's a genuine guy but after that whole fiasco where he just like went into her room on that group that, date i was in the and bathroom then he and, then, and then he literally shat the bed yeah, and then he literally shat the bed so hard on any form of explanation to the boys. Like he just literally. sounded like such a little shit. He said, head. "Oh, oh, I he think was like, was oh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I was just going to the bathroom, and then I, I don't know. I saw Claire, and then I saw y'all, and I don't know where I was. Like, what, what were you guys doing over here? Like, what was like, I dude, doing? Dude, you over left there? right where you like, came dude, from. Up until this point, you seemed like a smooth talker. Now you just look like an idiot who can't put a yeah. sentence together. Like, that was you, a bad instance. Yeah. The like, rest were, I think, were yeah. Like you knew what the guys' reactions were going to be when you came back. You literally said while you're in her room that they're going to be mad at you, mm-hmm. and then you literally had zero. You had put zero thought into. I don't. know. It, that was just like such a. He he seemed like slow. Like I thought he was like a quick, like witty dude. He was just so like. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He seemed caught off guard. Like it seemed like he should I think have been off guard. Though. He should have been fully on guard for that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think it's just because he got caught, you know, like maybe he was trying to go in there like, 
and act ridiculous and act like he was, you know, at the wrong place, wrong time or whatever, and just didn't have his shit together. Because mm-hmm. he was trying to be with Claire. That was the ultimate goal, oh, obviously. Sure. We knew right. that. Like, right. like call then, a spade a spade. Like, don't right. act like. Who's who's the spade. one guy that said, I, for some reason, I can't think. So bad with their, no, I'm so bad with their names, dude. I know, because like, we didn't get any chance names. to know these guys because it was all Dale. Yeah. I'm, about, I'm, about to, I'm about to pull up my list. I had it. One of one of the guys, for some reason, I'm thinking his name is like DJ or something. But that's wrong. Easy? Um, easy? Easy, yes. Easy. So he was like, dude, we all know like exactly what you're trying to do here just man up and like own it literally just say it like it's fine we know just say it and then he kept just saying like oh no i was just doing this and i the bathroom was there and mm-hmm. i was here and y'all were here and yeah it, and then so riley's no, finally like it. all right whatever man right he like, was like riley and easy up. they were not putting up with his shit right right um but yeah so then we get some shots of the boys like discussing and they're talking about like they don't know if Dale's ready to propose, like, like we've said, it's been three weeks um, because usually it's like one episode is a week, but since this is happening like the night, the day after she doesn't give a rose. Yeah. So we're still in like week three here. So it's been th- three yeah. weeks. They're talking about, they don't know if Dale's ready to propose and all this other stuff. And they even mentioned that to her when she comes in, like, how, how do you know? It's like so soon, yada, yada, yada. And she's mm-hmm. just going on about how she knows, but we get past that. Um, Dale does propose. I don't really give a shit. But before that, Chris Harrison just informs Dale that he will be proposing. Yeah. And Dale basically puts his head down. He's like, oh, well, um, kind of <laughs> has like a shit like reaction. Dude, like, I, he wait, was wait, like, fuck. she's expecting a proposal is what he said. Right. He's like, she's expecting a proposal. I was like, I want to say he like sighed. Fuck? He like, dude, it was so <laughs> odd. Um, like, okay. Um, before that, I, I forgot to this. mention though. Like she, she mentions that her dad knew her mom. For, like they had one interaction, and then he tracked her down and like, mm-hmm. like states, like tracked her states. And they got married away. after like three yeah. weeks or something. Yeah, and I was like, ah, so that's why you're like <laughs> that the way you out. are, um, reactionary like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's part of why she is the way she is. The rest of it is all her trauma. She loves to talk about sure, which she loves to say she's over and she clearly isn't because they drive literally every decision she makes yeah well yeah um so chris tells the boys that a new bachelorette is coming and he gives them the option to either stay or leave and most of the dudes are like easy it's like all right we'll stay like finally fucking new 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 bachelorette we're finally gonna get a chance whatever and the one guy who has the hardest time and i feel the the worst for i feel i feel bad for whatever you get what i'm saying is jason who we were talking about earlier um because on the, they he had a one on one date. One of the few guys who had a one on one date and is still there. The only guy maybe. Um they had a one on one date and Claire made him like open up his soul. His it wasn't even a date. His was like a therapy session. Like yeah, they she she drove him to do something he didn't want to do. Right. He was not comfortable doing that. He was he not comfortable doing that, that at all. Mm-hmm. And he did it anyways because he cared for Claire. Right. And he wanted to get to that next step with her. And right. that's why he did it. He didn't feel comfortable. That's not no- something he would normally have done. Right. right. And she coerced him into doing that. Not, not maliciously, just a normal date would do. Mm-hmm. But when you do that, you probably expect something back. Some kind of, right? Yeah, a, a connection or something. Right. Yeah. Um, which – he obviously didn't get and so he's having like a really rough time with this like should i stay i was really here for claire like and i feel bad for him i'm feeling for this guy um Mm -hmm. but i'm I'm glad he ended up staying because i mean yeah me too he i don't i don't i don't think he's going to actually stay though you don't you think he's gonna leave 
Yeah, I mean, they showed in the preview for this week, like a couple of the guys are like, yeah, I don't, I just don't know about Tasha. Like, I don't know if I should still be here. Mm-hmm. And he's clearly, they show him uh, for a bit and he's clearly like having a tough time. Do you think that's a smokescreen? Yeah. Like, you know how they do with some of those previews? I think that yep. guy should, I think that guy should go home. Well, not just him. I'm talking about the other guys who say, I don't know about Tasha. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think a good amount. I think a lot of them are, you know, are just happy to be there. I think one, <laughs> or, know, two, that, that, I think one or two leave. Like, uh, Who's the Canadian guy, Blake? Yeah. Okay, so Blake, Blake, I don't really see being there to be on TV. Mm-hmm. Jason, I don't really see there being uh, being there there's, to be on TV. There's two Blakes, but the other Blake didn't get much airtime, right? There's Blake Moines, um, the guy that we That's have the discussed guy. earlier. The okay, dude. and then there's an- another Blake. I don't. I think he's still there, right? I'm Blake sure. Monar. I I really have Arizona. Who's Arizona? I'm looking at a list right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, that's yeah. who I'm referring to. He's um, a male grooming specialist. Ah, yeah, what does that even mean? He He's waxing. Not a barber, apparently. He's waxing people's nuts. <laughs> no, male grooming. Dude. Maybe he does like I'm straight, straight razor shaves and shit. Dude, he's straight giving, Brazilian gooches. He's giving dudes Brazilians, yeah. Um, I want to I note. Like gooches only. Just, dude, just I want to note that in Caleb, I'm sure that you like this too. Uh-huh. Bennett's reaction to the Tasha news was <laughs> just amazing. He was so hyped for it. He was like, look. I don't give a shit about Claire. I'm ready to see the next girl. Let's do it. <laughs> right. Bennett is my He was favorite. hyped, dude. He like sat back in his chair. I, love I think he crossed his legs. He was like, let's go. Yes. Yeah, he was pumped. I mean, he went meanwhile, to Harvard, man. I, he's a smart guy. Yeah. Meanwhile, a couple of the guys were like struggling. And he's just like, let's get it. And that would be me, dude. I, I know we're not that far yet. We'll get there in a minute. But like, I, that would be fucking me. I'd be like, hell yeah. Let's let's do it. Yeah. 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 Um, no, yeah. We're at the end. Go ahead. Talk about it, Ethan. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, well, can we talk about like the the Tasha part, like input her yet? Or, yeah, yeah, no, because I, yeah. I mean we didn't get much She's of her. Like Tasha pulls up in the limo. Uh, Chris yeah, yeah, yeah. says they have like a, some a little cheeky conversation, like, "Oh, what are you doing here? Oh, you know what I mean." And then like we see her go to the door, and then we get the two to be continued. Yes, yeah, so I I'll speak on it for a little bit. I love Tasha. I she was on Colton season. She made yep. it to the the final three. Um, she's such a badass girl. Like I really genuinely enjoy her. Uh, she even fucking like Colton is a whole nother bag of shit in itself. Yep. But like when she comforted him, mm-hmm. I think about that all the time. She comforted him when he broke up with her mm-hmm. in a shitty way. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. she's so mature and what, I, I love her and I'm so pumped for this, but I fucking hate it at the, at the same time. Mm-hmm. She deserves 30 guys, however many it is, 32, right, Clay? Double yeah. of what it is now. Yeah. And there's 16. She's stuck with half. Mm-hmm. And honestly, maybe I'm biased, but I don't give a fuck about really any of these dudes. Like, I'm not no, into me them. me neither, really. Ben, yeah, there's, ben, I, ben, I like Dale. Ben, ben, ben. Yeah, Bennett's tight, Dude, but Tisha, he's weird, Tisha too. would have like, gone for Dale, too. My top Yeah, problem. truly. My top I mean, three Dale though. looks like a fucking Aaron Judge, but a better version. Yeah, better. My top yeah, three are Bennett. Bennett. I mean, this dude's Adonis. Bennett. Easy and Riley, I think, are like my top dudes. dude. Riley's will boy. as fuck. I love Riley. Yeah, Riley's the man. Easy's pretty cool. I want to see this. I like boy Demar. Band. He doesn't get much screen time, but I did like Demar. I like Ivan. Is he the chess is, guy? He's pretty. The cool. chess guy. Yeah, yeah. Super good guy. Super yeah, good guy. He seems like a nice. I also player. really, I also really like the the guy who's always dressed like an accountant. Which one is that? He always wears glasses. He's always dressed in oh, a shirt and tie, even like when the, the other guys are like in t-shirts. Is, is that Ed? Is it? I'm not sure. I I, Ed's know. a fucking big ass head dude. He looks like he's from Staten Island. His head's so no, he's from Miami. Give it. That's fucking a given. Um, 
Um, God, he has such a big head, dude. You guys like don't. You guys don't know who I'm talking about. He's he's the only one that wears glasses. I think Jordan. He can. Um, ben, oh Jordan, but Ben wears glasses sometimes. He does. Maybe it's Jordan. But Jordan Black wears glasses dude? in his profile. Jordan's mixed. He's a mixed yeah, guy. Yeah, he's, he's a, a he's like a light skinned dude. Yeah, yeah he's, he's got the curly hair. Yeah, yeah. That's it's Jordan. Jordan. He's constantly wearing. I mean, obviously he's always wearing those glasses because he needs them, but. He's always dressed in just a button down with no jacket and a tie. Like a white, just like a white dress shirt with yeah. a tie. He's always dressed like that. He looks so and Joe And Joe is still there. And Joe, Which one's Joe? Joe's got no he screen time. I, I know nothing about Joe. I Fuck Joe. Yeah, and also, speaking of fuck, fuck Jay. I do not, dude, that dude is entitled for looking like fucking Master Splinter from Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, he's so ugly, dude. Like, I'm like, Wait, why are why you? Do you think, like, why do you think he's entitled? Because to talk like how he does, because I, just he, thought, he, I thought he was fairly low key, but he just liked to speak up sometimes. And he has no right, being how ugly he is. Like yeah, you're he not, doesn't he, really, he doesn't really fit in at all. Like I, I, okay, I'm being a little overzealous here. Yeah. Like he's he he annoys the piss out of me. Like dude. he he's like the size of my leg, and he talks with the big chest. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like yeah, he, he makes me so angry. I, I didn't like him at all. There's one other guy that has like gray scraggly hair that I feel like shouldn't be on the show. You guys know who I'm talking Grace, about? He kind of reminds me of Jay. I, when you're describing these dudes, I'm just going through this list and looking. Yeah, you see one with um, scraggly hair? Was it Brendan? Mm, maybe. He's still there. I think, or is Brendan still there? I think he might be. No, it's not Brendan. Brendan is still okay. there, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget who it is, but Ben, I like Ben. Ben's pretty cool. Yeah, I like Ben too. I picked him every time in our league, Caleb. I think most people did as well. Yeah. He was, yeah, I he like was, Ben. He was picked I, like a lot. ben. I liked Paige, but he he was only there for the first week. Uh, obviously, I'm partial to him. He was like tattooed from head to toe, but he he looked really cool. I think he was like a chef. Mm. He was like an alternative dude, whatever. I, I liked him, uh, yeah. and that's when I was like, well, fuck Claire. Yeah. At that point, we were done with her. Yeah. Um, Jeez, oh, I'm sure you guys talked about this before, but fuck Yosef forever. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you guys talked about previous episodes. Dude, that guy. So I said last uh, last I week when we were talking about God. it, I said. So we thought that we thought that Yosef was the villain, but with the way that Claire conducted herself, maybe it turns out that he's actually the hero. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> no, that guy. That guy's a jackass. No, he's a real. Like, my thing. My thing was speaking of entitlement. Yeah, his whole thing was like, what if my daughter saw me in my underwear playing dodgeball? But literally, the performance that he put on when he just went over to Claire and basically like tried to rip her a new one. He he literally was like, I'm embarrassed to be acquainted with you. Yeah. I'm embarrassed to be in your presence, basically. And that whole interaction, especially as he was walking away, like yelling at her, he was like cutting her off when she was trying to talk. Like that whole interaction, I hope, to his daughter is way worse than him taking his shirt off to play dodgeball. Right. right? Yeah. Like just being himself. Like who right. gives a shit? Like I'm right. sure my kids will fucking see me. Okay. That's weird. But um, <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. Like I'm going to be myself at the end of the fucking day. Like who gives a fuck? Like that's the, so opposite of me. Like I literally wanted to, like, I did not even want to have a discussion with that guy. I'm like, I just want to like text him and be like, please fight me. Just like, just fight me, dude. Like I, I hate, I hated him in that moment. Yeah. I was like, Dude's the worst. how dare he have the audacity he was to on do that? Like who he the, was on a mission to just like, just to hurt her feelings. To make a scene well, what's his feelings. end goal? Yeah. What's his end goal? What was the end goal? Nothing. His end goal was, I guess, to get kicked off the show. Yeah. I, I Berate know. her. Because literally as soon as they came back from dodgeball, he was like, oh, I'm going to have a word with Claire about this. And then he just Like there was went. no solution that he wanted. He was like, yeah. And he even started by like, okay, if you will just give me a few minutes to speak, like I just want to say my piece and then get it out there. And as he was talking, it started off like fairly tame. And then yes. he just got he just got more like aggressive yes. with it. 
And even she was still letting him speak for minutes yep. and minutes. And he, he just like devolved into just completely shit talking her. Yeah. It just, it literally, it just kept climactic, climactic, kept yeah. rising. And like she did each not thing he said was Each thing he said was like shittier than the last. She didn't interrupt at all. She, yeah. and then and he had then, the audacity after that. Yeah. I know yeah. you're going to say, go ahead. Yeah. And then she finally was like, <laughs> he paused for a little bit and she was like, okay. Now it's my turn to talk. And he was like, no, 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 I'm no, no, not no. done. Yep. She was like, no, yeah. bitch, I let you talk. Now you're going to fucking let me talk. I Dude, for a solid like, three to four minutes. I literally just gave you like five minutes to just shit on me. Now it's my turn, you piece of shit. Right. No, yeah. And she took it like so well. Like her face didn't change. She like didn't alter the course of his fucking spit shooing, whatever. Yeah, that's what I was going until for. Until they spit shooing. Yeah, I'm going to say shit spewing. That's what I was going for, but spit shooting. That's what we're doing. Um, Until they started yeah, going like, back and forth. That's when she started like getting like hype about it. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. Which yeah. I mean, fair. Yeah, true. All right. But yeah. back to Tasha. question. So it appears based on this edit that Claire blows up the bachelorette. She goes on a date. Chris next day, Chris tells the guys the bachelorette's done. Uh, he's bringing a new one. He gives them the night to think about if they want to stay or not. Then the next night, Tasha arrives, right? That's what it looks like. Does she not have to quarantine mm -hmm. for two weeks? Maybe. Okay. So here's the here's the theory. Mm -hmm. They knew that this was going to go down and brought her in early. So they just had her on standby because they knew Claire was about to fuck shit up? That means That's they would the have theory. had to bring her in. I didn't what think else, about that. That's a fair what, point, Caleb. That means they would have had sense? to bring her in in the second episode. Right. Or the first episode, because this is still th week three. Dude, yeah. I had heard that they'd only filmed for two weeks. Mm. Well, maybe they're and, they're because they don't have to travel. Maybe it's it's on a faster uh, pace. You know what I mean? Because usually it's a week because they have to travel to. That's true. Mm -hmm. Point to point, yeah. and they weren't doing yeah. that. Yeah, and fair. given the Bachelor, you know they're able to get extra takes and extra yeah. footage. Okay, that's I mean, not that's not a difficult th thing. That for was them. the only thing that seemed weird to me because at the beginning of the episode, they made this whole big deal about the dudes quarantining there for like two weeks and making sure they were all COVID free and all that. That's true. And Once that happened, it never. Came in. The guy I was thinking of is Zaxby. Mm. Zaxby's, the, yeah, the basically gray-haired guy, Snacksby's. Oh, the yeah. That guy looks like he's done some hardcore heroin in his day. Well, that's why he's an addiction specialist. That's what I'm saying. Like he knows. I mean, he you have the light. You can't be. How do you think you become a specialist? <laughs> he's got. He's got to know his shit first. <laughs> got to try that like, shit I would, first. <laughs> I wouldn't want to have an addiction specialist if you're not good at addiction first. Wait, how do you even know what you're talking about, bro? You, yeah, I guess yeah. you tell me what to do. Like be a moderate addict, and then you get to like. There's like levels to this shit. Yeah. All right. Um. So next next question. Uh. God, I lost my train of thought. Oh, Tasha, guys. Tasha. It, I feel like that. Um. Uh. We're gonna leave. Type smoke screen. They were giving. I. Th and then we see Chris Harrison say, "All right, I've got some more news for you." I feel like that's mm -hmm. them bringing more guys. Bringing in. more guys in. Yeah. I think they. I think they have to. And they, nope. they made it sound like something big was gonna happen, and that would be the only thing. Mm -hmm. No matter what scenario is going to be produced from this, it's going to be some sort of negativity, right? Either that being said, either from the guys or me not liking it, us not liking it as an audience, it's not going to be perfect because you have a multitude of scenarios here, right? I think the fairest scenario, which sucks, and probably most people like this, but I think the best scenario would be say, sorry, guys, you had your chance. Yep. Yeah. Just scrap it, mm -hmm. scrap it, mm -hmm. get 30 guys in, start it over, give Tasha a fair shot. Because, yeah, Clay brought up the fair point is that. 
from the sample size that we have. I, I literally, I know we're all in a fantasy football. I think of it that way. Everything that's happened, we have this huge fan, this sample size of what's occurred. But just because something's occurred thus far, or hasn't occurred rather, doesn't mean that it can't. Mm-hmm. That my point being is that this the way that Claire's season went doesn't mean that it wasn't a possibility. Just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean that it's out of the realm of possibilities. And that's sure. why I kind of side with her a little bit more than I do with the guys. Because at the end of the day, if it was me, yeah, I'm sure my feelings would be on the block. Maybe I feel a little bit different. Uh, if my emotions were invested, uh, it, it's easier to be said than done. But I think I'd just be like, well, tough titty, bro. It is what it is. And it, it sucks. But, like, it's a fucking reality show. Like, this isn't real life. Mm-hmm. You know, so just give what right. you take. And if I was Tasha, like, I want her to do justice. I don't give a fuck about these dudes at this point. They're there for the Bachelorette. The Bachelorette got what she wanted. Yes, it was shitty. I care about Tasha now. Claire's done. Dale's done. They're gone. That's in the past. Let's focus on this future. And you're trying to make amends with these contestants that were there. And yes, they got the short end of the stick. And I do feel bad for them. Right. But she's in gonna reality, have to deal with that. Exactly. I can't, dude, how much baggage is she going to have to get for Claire's toxicity, right? right yeah. Point, lack thereof, maybe not that harsh of a term, but Claire's baggage that she gave to these contestants, how much is Tasha going to have to pay for that? Mm-hmm. And that's not fair to her because Tasha has done with, I don't know if you guys watch Bachelor in Paradise, but she's a very smart individual or an individual, uh, individual. And like, she is usually the more mature one in the relationship mm-hmm. and she's very smart. She does a lot of carrying of the weight of like calming, calming the other person down. She's just so, um, emotionally intelligent and inept and mature. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, she really is. I love her. Mm-hmm. Dude, she's probably my top five contestants, just period. I liked like, her I a lot on Colton's too. Yeah, she's cool. I, yeah, I loved her. Like, she's mm-hmm. just so – she just reminds me of someone that I knew I would have to be with. When I, I think we all think about that when we watch Bachelor and Bachelor, even though if we're in relationships, whatever. I, I still talk to Jess about that too. Like, I picture the people that I would be with and, like, I would have to be with someone like her. I guess that's why I, I, I like her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's grounding. You know, I, I'm a type of person I, I – you know, I'm very up and down, high and low. And uh, as my emotions and, and moods and stuff swing, like, I need someone to bring me back in. And uh, that's currently what I have. But when I see that uh, intention, that's what made me excited that she's it. Cause she's definitely that person. Like she can kind of um, revolve around anyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really like that about her. And I'm, I'm bummed. Like really I was excited, but ultimately my mood, my opinion on this, I'm going to watch every episode of course, but I'm not really that excited to be honest. I think, I think it's going to play out a little bit better than you expected. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to at least, I bring, hope so. They're going to at least bring 16 new guys in mm-hmm. whether or not they scrap the whole thing. Oh, you feel that? You feel so? You feel that's for sure? I think they're they're going to do something with they're the They're going to at least bring in like at least I five think, or ten. They're gonna Give me a percentage. To... What's the probability? Sorry to interrupt. What's the probability? That they bring in new guys? You guys think, no, 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 that you think they keep it exactly as is. They don't change anything. I they just, the they, re- they simply replace Claire with Tasha. That's it. 25%. Uh, yeah, I'll be around twenty five percent with that oh, one too. I, I hope think, you guys are fucking right. I was thinking sixty. Oh, wow. I, think I, think 50, I think fifty. I think fifty percent. They bring in some more guys and keep the guys that want to stay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think the other twenty five percent, they scrap it and start over. That's that. I hope that twenty five. I love Where's the, the odds, other twenty five. Um... Oh, you scrap? They scrap the whole thing? <laughs> no, it's it's out of one hundred and twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said twenty five and fifty. That's seventy five. Yeah, yeah, but then I, he, he I first said, said it twenty five. 25% chance they just keep the guys that are there and they don't bring anyone new. Ah, 50% okay. chance they keep the guys that want to stay and they bring some new guys in to join them. Mm. The other 25, if you would have been listening, <laughs> is they scrap it and start over. Okay, so 
say sorry i'm taking over caleb's fucking job but I, it's just in my <laughs> head good, man. so say um that they do bring uh, that the 50 percent chance where they bring in 16 new guys that keep the other guys what's the probability of taisha picking an old guy, a, a, a original i think it's super low well, i don't think she's gonna well, want yeah i think it's zero to five percent i think i think bennett, bennett is a good guy right because some of them some of them will be i don't think start, so some of them will i don't be think able it depends on the guy clean slate like bennett bennett clean slate boy band manager kenny that's clean true slate few of these guys clean slate but we know a good portion of the guys that remain are going to have their feelings hurt they were investing themselves in claire even though she wasn't reciprocating blake at and all. jason those two blake and jason i was thinking the guy that ethan doesn't like yeah. the little guy jay that guy yeah that guy maybe like maybe like easy and he reminds me of leo Sorry, maybe yeah. easy and riley <laughs> to an extent yeah i think easy and, i think easy and riley will be able to transition <laughs> i think so too mm -hmm. i think so too mm -hmm. um and I hope they become studs in this in the yeah. remainder of the season. Yeah. And, um, and I guess my projection of that of saying that it's not going to be an older guy is probably based on me. And I would just view them with, uh, they're kind of used, and I don't, I don't want that. No, no, Maybe I totally that's me. understand. Yeah. But yeah. with Tasha, me me putting myself in her shoes, I kind of take that back, saying that oh she won't. But it's Tasha. It's not me. Mm -hmm. I think she she's very forgiving, understanding, knowing that's just happenstance. It's not their yeah. fault. They're there. She did. Yeah, she's, she's gonna make. So I think. I think. Dude, yes, I wanted to talk about that. Did you? Are you guys all familiar with that? Did you watch that clip, Bachelor in Paradise, with John Paul Jones? So I didn't watch that season. I've watched. I've watched like two seasons of Bachelor in Paradise. I saw it when Colton and Tia were on it. That was incredibly oh, annoying. God, yeah. Um, that's I saw one other season. I don't believe I saw Tasha on Bachelor in Paradise. JPJ was on Hannah Brown season, correct? Right. Mm -hmm. right, I'm familiar with him. I watched. I like JPJ, but I totally understand why they're not together. I like, I mean, I like he, him as a person, but yeah, they're not a good fit at all. No, they're not. And I think they try to make it work. Well, they did like three times. Mm -hmm. Like she flew out and asked him for another chance, and she was just being so hopeful. Like I, I it's so easy to see how that relationship was. Mm -hmm. It's so easy. They on the emotion level, they did connect and they did feel for each other. I think they had soft spots, but when it came to everything else, I don't think they connected. Like. I love the dude, but he is not socially intelligent. He's not uh, re really. I mean, he's emotionally, I wouldn't even say emotionally intelligent. I think he's emotionally aware of his feelings, but I do not think uh, he is on her level, uh, neurologically speaking, in any, in any sense. Um, so I, I was upset that that happened, but like, I knew that she couldn't be with someone like that. Like, sh he's going to be better from her as opposed to the the opposite sure i don't you, think she's gonna you know who is on her level level neurologically whether we know it yet or not who's that bennett bennett because he went to harvard obviously yeah yeah i can see that he's for gonna sure. run away I, with I, this shit i think so dude i, th I think he's ready and, and tasha's for sure like that she's just um yeah everything positive on the neurological scale everything emotionally socially uh just straight up intelligence and aware of her surroundings and she doesn't project at all um so, yeah, I think we'll see a lot of, you know, opposite of like Hannah Brown season. I think Hannah Brown was very reactionary, mm -hmm. very um, mm -hmm. uh, re emotionally responsive. So and was we, Oh, God, of course, <laughs> the little bit that we got for sure. And Colton was like that too. Yeah. Um, Rachel's season, I think her and Tasha are going to be pretty similar. Just very well, well rounded. Dude, I, so we were talking about it before, and I know we're, we're ending up here, uh, Caleb, but mm -hmm. I was saying that I liked um, Becca. Because I felt like she was kind of like that, and I told I missed Becca's season. Yeah, yeah. I thought Becca was just like kind of a straight shooter. She wasn't like super emotional or reactionary. Yeah. She just like went with what was happening and and kind of made shit work. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Becca. 
I liked her a lot. Yeah, I'm and a I liked fan other Becky too. She just got unlucky. She had to deal with Colton's bitch ass. And you guys know how her other relationship ended up. That when she won the Bachelorette, Garrett, and they're yeah, now broken I had, up. I heard a bunch of like a bunch of like kind of like racist stuff came out about him. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. oh, he was liking um the thing that 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 molded it all was he was liking transphobic things on Instagram. Mm-hmm. like straight up making fun of trans people mm-hmm. and he liked it and then she made made like um posting things saying like uh it's better in the past or whatever kind of throwing shade at him but they broke up because he's pretty much just very far right mm-hmm. and um socially yeah. problematic wow. well Tasha's gonna kill it we're gonna be watching with yeah. bated breath yeah hopefully she gets some new guys um mm-hmm. but yeah i'm so, excited man. to see uh where it goes i think this next episode will be my kind of like litmus test i guess for like how i'm gonna feel for the rest of the of the season oh yeah for so, sure we'll of course it's gonna set the base for us yeah exactly well thank you ethan for joining us for bachelorette yeah, talk we'll definitely always have you anytime back on, um at some point um make sure you follow us on instagram at masters.cultureverse email us masters.cultureverse at gmail.com shout outs announcements questions whatever you want you know the drill uh follow us on youtube just search masters of the cultureverse and we're right there um i'm caleb that's clay thanks ethan ethan do you have anything you want to plug uh socials anything like that um nothing i'm, I'm pretty irrelevant so he's pretty irrelevant <laughs> mr irrelevant yeah, you can check us out whenever we do. We're on a little bit of a hiatus, but uh, we don't know network. I run a We Don't Know Sports, if you guys want to check that out. Um, yeah, it's just me at the moment on We Don't Know Sports. If you guys ever want to give a fuck about sports and <laughs> like to hear a lot of cursing with sports, then check us out. If you ever want to give a fuck about sports, just... <laughs> yeah, if you ever want to, you know, you want to give a fuck. <laughs> Now's the time. If you've ever considered giving a fuck about sports. Now's the time, consider it. All right. Thanks, Ethan. Yeah, guys, next time. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Peace. Hey, time now. <laughs> Big condition, I can go.